You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Phil Seidel. Thank you. Shh, yes. Not so loud. What? That brought to you I was really loud, man. Uh, I don't think they can see us, but they can hear us. Is your ring on? Yeah. Which color? Uh, uh I can't see it. Shoot, I can't either. Wait, can they see us? Why are they staring at us? I don't know. They know we're here. Oh. oh, God. Don't move. They can't see us if we don't move. Right? Ah! <laughs> we're busted. Guys, we're coming to you live from the guarded room. Yeah. Uh, staring at us now and actually knocking on the door to get the armed guard in to shoot us is uh, Adam Payne and... Uh, uh, now I messed name up. Payne, Payne and McKay, the two writers. I messed it up for, for the you. show. Yeah, I almost said what I said. McKay and Maine. McKay and Maine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So no, we made it out. That was just a little fantasy we were having there of yeah, being locked in that writers' room. I'm sure you guys are having it too with all this show news that's coming out, yeah. and um, with it being so hot on the presses, we wanted to actually take a chance to maybe. Not get ahead of the game, because we can't do that, but to stay in the game. And so even though this is a part two episode coming out, previously yeah. recorded, we wanted to do a little show news and just talk about yeah. the what's... Because more stuff has come out even since we talked last week, as Yeah, I know. Uh, there has been another map that's been revealed and more names on there and another yeah. line of the ringverse. So, it's huge, <laughs> man. It's By the way, should we be whispering to her? Are we good? We're already caught. Okay, We're cool. fine, yeah. All right, good. <laughs> it, I think the level's reloading. Oh, okay, good. So we're starting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we lost our life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Zero health. All right, good. Um, but no, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And I... Where do you want to start? Because I know you have a little vision for... Well, first of all... For I, once, Ez has some show show vision here. Dude, dude, what's crazy is... He's getting all possessed. I am proud of us, and I am proud of my friend Lane Smith Bro. for 
being excited about the was I excited? Yes. But was I this excited? No. I am so stoked. Just seeing that uh, they well, could have ju- ju- okay, I'll tell you what. It had nothing to do with the images or the quotes. Mm-hmm. If I would have just known that they made a Twitter page in Loader a Facebook on Prime. Loader on Prime. If I would have known, I I that if that alone would have yeah. That's enough. That's enough. Well, and here's the thing, guys. It's easy to be... It's it's hard to be excited when it's all hearsay and speculation mm-hmm. and the behind-the-scenes stuff can just get kind yeah. of old. Like we talked about last week, it's nice to finally be talking about real mm-hmm. information instead of, this is how much they paid for the rights. This is what it might be about. Yep. This is who's you know writing it. As interesting as that, as that stuff can be, it, after a while, you're like, yeah. come on, can we get some advancement on this? Right. And it's happened all of a sudden. And I, I wanted to lay those tracks because I knew how excited you would get when this started yeah. to kind of pick up and take off. And we're still we're still a couple years out. Yeah. Potentially. Oh yeah. Yeah. They've got a time frame to, to get this released right, and right. get it get it all done and everything. But um but it's that much closer. The details are only going to be juicier and juicier. And the way they're releasing it in this sort of cryptic way that we have to decipher and read between the lines and think, what is this going to be? Not only what is it going to be, when is it going to be? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Big um, question. It's just a lot of fun, and it, it, it and I'm sure they're they've got their finger on the pulse going. You know, even though they're locked in a room, which I want to talk about because it's just crazy. Yeah, not locked nuts. in a room, but guarded, guarded, you know, yeah, supposedly. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, bounders on the edge of the Shire, if you will. That uh, <laughs> yeah, really, they are. you know, that um, that they're probably listening and going, okay, what are people saying? What do people want? I are honestly, they reacting to the maps? Yeah, I, I, oh, and, and, and I think they're also taking a, a pulse too of how you know. Tolkien fans now are different from Tolkien fans 50 years ago. Yep. How deep and knowledgeable have they delved? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where is everybody at? Where is your knowledge base? Right, yeah. I would say that, and I want to remind everyone in the group, that the polls have never been more important. No. You know they're looking at our polls. You know they are. And and 342 (laughs) of you voting, that's a big deal, man. I'm just messing. That's a big deal. But my, my thing is, so a couple things I want to get to because I'm all over the place right yeah. now and I am so stoked about this. Mm-hmm. Am I buying over $200 worth of like, <laughs> you know, uh, Middle Earth histories? Yes, I am. Okay. Did, did, did that one map cause me to go drop all that money? Yes, it did. Uh, did I download the, uh, thank you Susie, by the way, uh, and my buddy Tom for the Silmarillion, you know, downloading that, starting mm-hmm. that, getting mm-hmm. that going. Um, the things that it's, it's forcing me to do to dive into yeah. i i'm so happy that i'm there because yeah. i wanted to like a year ago get into all that kind of stuff and i started mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. um but now i'm like i hear the Start talk the i hear the chatter i want to know yeah i want to know more i yeah. want to learn i want to ask others for guidance i want to pass you know pass on what you've learned give it to me because i'm gonna give it to somebody else sure. you know because i want yeah. it just it's so cool and i'm so locked in right now that I can't get enough of it. I'm I'm looking at maps. I just purchased like two maps. Yeah, that's what you told me. Yeah, yeah, one for my classroom, so I can look at daily. Okay. So you don't have to have it on your phone zoomed into that one crease. Have you figured out what that crease was? Was it just a watermark? Oh, dude, no. It's there's so much more there than what we realized. So what I'm talking about, guys, is Ezra. There was a, I think we talked about this at some point. I can't remember yeah. the yeah. um. Was it on the the Twitter the banner the, the banner, banner image on, on, the, on the Twitter, Twitter page? Yep, and the Facebook is mm-hmm. <laughs> the Facebook was like a zoomed in portion of the map that's all blank. Yeah, and I think it's just to provide like a texture. Yeah, it was just texture. Yeah, and and Ezra <laughs> swore that there was some hidden message Something there, there, man. So he made that his lock screen still wallpaper. Is. It's still it still is still and right there. He'll look at it every 
you know, half an hour or so and try to def- decipher the uh, indecipherable <laughs> code that's there. And There's something there. It, I love I, it, though. because I've it, taken that, it out at exciting. different times uh, underneath different uh, moonlights to try to see <laughs> if I can get anything uh, to show up. And, and I just haven't been. It's, you know, so far, nothing. But Hold out your hand. Yeah. It's quite cool. <laughs> have you thrown it in oh, the fire? I thrown the fire? <laughs> no, 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 give it a try. I mean, uh, who knows? Yeah. So anyways, there's a lot of cool stuff. Actually, funny story, guys. I, I logged in and I was on the Lord of the Rings on Prime Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Their profile picture was gone. Mm-hmm. So I thought mm-hmm. my computer just hadn't loaded. And I started it was the Amanda out. Internet. I started freaking out. I was like, I was like, oh, what? They've changed their profile pic. <laughs> like, I'm losing my mind. I'm like, oh, crap. I just hasn't loaded yet. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I, I see, that's I how love, excited I am, though. Yeah. You know, that's how I love, and I love that you, that, you know, that that it's created that. It's, I think it's the buzz is, and, and okay. And I think part of the reason we're all so excited is the very first post they made was a Tolkien quote. Yeah, it wasn't something that they, you know, they contrived themselves or, or I don't know. It just it to me, it feels like you're starting in the right spot. You're not only starting with Tolkien, but you're looking at how he started. I wisely started mm-hmm. with a map. Yeah. And just playing on that theme. And it's great. It's a great marketing scheme, too. That's great. Um, we'll talk about how, uh, reportedly, this is part of a campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have this theory that it's um, the three rings and the seven rings adds up to uh, 10 days. Get out of and here. And so the, the, first one was, <laughs> the first one was Friday. We released on yeah, Friday. Yeah. What was that? The 14th? Last Friday. Yeah. 15th. 15th, sorry. Okay. Friday the 15th was the first clue, and then three days later was the second clue, and then they're thinking seven days later, so this will be, this is going to come out on Sunday, so tomorrow, Monday, the 25th will be the end of that like little short 10-day campaign. So what some people theory, yep. some people's theory is, and that there'll be more revealed, either more with the map or, you know, will they release another line of the ringverse? Don't know, mm-hmm. but anyway, um... It's just, it's just perfect. It's perfect because it feels like there's this energy that they're doing it the right way. Yeah. And I think that was everyone's kind of fear was that they're, you know, will they just rush? Are they just getting this because it's a cash grab thing? They're going to make lots of money off of it. Right. But I think they're going to do it the right way. Well, do you remember when you, told, believe. you told me that they, when they first, you know, learned that they had, they were going to be the writers. Yeah. They felt they, like they were on an adventure. They geeked out. I they think they, geek, right? I think they posted something like, yeah, on their Twitter accounts that um, we feel like a, a hobbit being whisked away on an unexpected adventure, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like they get it, man. They know that that that's that really is their role here. Is that they're getting to, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it shows that they're true fans. It's just right. It's perfect. It, 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 perfect. it gave me kind of that like, yeah, this is awesome. Some you know, assurance. Like they're, they're really into yeah. it. So yeah. yeah. Um, Where do you want to go with this? So I have, I have two things that yes. I wanted to get to. So there is this, uh, we all, I think we talked even last week with Kurt. Um, well, you're going to hear Kurt again. We're still talking with Kurt. <laughs> um, but uh, we were talking about the One Ring, one of their articles that came out, and they were just talking about what's going on with the map and yeah. the names. and Right, right. Uh, you know, all that. But the names weren't there, were they, when we were talking with no, Kurt? No, they weren't. It was a blank map. It was blank. And we were talking about how far map. east, north, and south yes. it looked and everything. So the first time it was released was yeah february 15th 2019 it was the map and it was three rings for the elven kings under the sky yeah and then three days later Mm -hmm. on the 18th i believe because it was on sunday right yeah Uh because it was when the episode came out we're Mm -hmm. like we just missed it again um the map with uh all the the some of the names 
some of the mm-hmm. the region regions on there and the next line of seven rings for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone um was released yeah yeah right so so what are some of the let's talk a little bit yeah i guess yeah. So this, there's an ign article we'll uh post i think it's probably been posted in the group already um, where they kind of talk about, they, they break down a lot of what's happening mm-hmm. uh, with the names and trying to figure out what age this map is, you know, and, and I'm not, I, we're, you know, we're hobbits here, guys. I mean, I, I don't, this stuff is blowing me away and that's why I'm mm-hmm. taking the deep dive um, because they're talking about some of the runes that you see, you know, around the compass. What does that indicate? Uh, the ancient name for Rohan. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have the lack of the, Gond- you know, Gondor and Arnor. Mm-hmm. Like you have those kingdoms are missing. Is that, are they coming later with another right. tease? Right. Will they just add to the map, or is this the map? Right. Is this is this the map that right. we're going to get? Because if this is the map, then okay, we're clearly much earlier on that this could be a pre-Aragorn, you yeah. know, type of show uh, potentially. And that that's that's pretty much the uh, well the point of Rohan not being there, right? Yeah. Rohan's ancient name of is it Kalan Kalanador or something like that? Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Man. Sorry, it's not in front of me. Yeah. But um. Uh, the fact that that was the name prior to the land being given to mm-hmm. Aorl. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, that, yeah, because it we're references... Trying to, we're trying to fit it into a time, aren't we? Into, yeah. into, a, into a period yeah. in the yeah. age. And that would mean, yeah, okay, uh, Aragorn won't be around then. He wasn't around then. So yeah. it can't focus uh-huh. on him if, if this is... Because that could... Yeah, it's, so we'll look up more. We're going to get a little bit more deep and sweaty on, on the ages and where that could be and stuff. What I'd like to do is, is, is send you guys to a um, a Twitter um, account here. Elf Propaganda. Uh, I, guess it's, I guess it's at Tolkien Thought. I don't know if that's appropriate or not appropriate. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's T-H-O-T. So I think that actually stands for something bad. But anyways, um, he's located... Uh, his location says Aragorn's you know, broken toe. So he's obviously really, (laughs) (laughs) but he was actually, which one there were two. Oh yeah. So, okay. See, there you go. Uh, He was um, quoted in, in, in this IGN. They were using some of what he, his breakdown of the maps. They actually used some of his, this Twitter conversation that he went back and forth with. One of the producers from Lord of the Rings started following him and he like geeked out, had this huge reaction to it and uh, kind of went back and forth and just, nerdy really deep and sweaty kind of like talking talk yeah it was really cool just about the runes where they could be talking about um oh yeah on the on the um compass right yeah Yeah. exactly what is that are those you know um they were talking about um oh just the the the, some of the some of the dwarf uh language and 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 that you know where does that come what do we know about it what what don't we know about it yeah um what when they when they were talking about the uh let's see here where is it at where's it at Oh, whether or not it's 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 third or second age, he has a nice mm-hmm. little conversation about that. Um, when he talks about the three rings that were forged, you know, um, for the elves, uh, he brings up that you know Gladril, uh, Gilgalad, and Círdan, you know, were those the wearers of those mm-hmm. original mm-hmm. Uh, rings, and then later on Elrond and Gandalf, mm-hmm. yeah, you right, know, right. Yep, uh, yep, wore yep. them as well. So it's like what you know, what, there's a story there, right? And the, yeah. in in the passing of, on of those rings and stuff. So. There's just so much more that I that I have never really got a chance to look into, and I'm really excited to do so. And oh, um, man. there's a lot of you in our group, by the way, who uh, you know know a lot of this stuff as well. Right. And I love uh, again Phil's post, you know, about just the the histories and and breaking down some of giving us more information. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been it's been you know really good. So we'll put the link up there for the article, and you guys can go check out this Twitter account. Um, just just kind of cool to see 
what's going on there. Yeah. See, and I love it too because I'm not. Um, this is something that I, this is like uncharted territory for me. You know, this, these are uh, waters I've not gotten into. Are you, are you in the so thread, kind of looking at it? I'm sort of looking over it yeah. right now. Yeah. But um, just even like you know, uh, early third age, second age, first age stuff. I've never really, no. I never have gotten into that. Um, and it's always just been this area that I'm going to explore one day. Right. You know, it's that adventure I'll go on. Right. You know, uh, not now. I'll put it off until Gandalf comes to my door and calls me out. And so that's sort of what's happened with this whole book club thing is mm-hmm. um, it's put that seed there of, okay, you you know Lord of the Rings. There's always more to learn from Lord of the Rings. But Absolutely, yeah. there's all this backstory. There's this extra stuff that, he, that Tolkien wrote that uh, just gives more depth to what's going on. So So it's actually caused me to, and your excitement has caused me to go look at old maps. I'm looking at maps from the first age and the forming of Middle Earth and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'd never had any kind of interest in that before. Right. So that's another cool thing that this is doing. Yeah, it's is, causing folks to yeah, dive back co- into yeah, it, right? Conversation, also the conversation too of how far east this map goes. Mm-hmm. Folks are bringing that up. How, how far south this map goes? Yeah. So the, the people, especially before <clears throat> the names were there, I think people were going, "Okay, is this going to be about how Aragorn, you know, young Aragorn, mm-hmm. he went he went out east." He went down south. He's explored those lands. The, and also, too, I don't know how much Tolkien wrote about those places, but I think they're pretty loosely fleshed out, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure, but it seems like to me that's what the conversation I was seeing. But that would be awesome for a show because, really, yep. you can take liberties there. Right. You know, what exactly did Aragorn do out there? Right. Who exactly did he encounter? Did he run into the Blue Wizards? Yeah, right. I don't know. I yeah, mean, going, or, yeah. or they're, you know, because I know that there's this rumor uh-huh. that they formed cults out there. Sure. Who who did those cults worship? You know, who were they fighting for? Were they aligned right. with Sauron at any point? Would Aragorn have had to do battle? You know, I mean, just like this this stuff that you could you could have a little bit of because that's the the thing with Tolkien is you have to have the rights to do certain things. But if it's an unexplained or or you know an unexplored region that he never he didn't get to, he never finished writing these. Mm-hmm. You know, is that something that you could take and kind of run with a little bit, which would be cool? A yeah. character that we know, but. Um, adventures that no one's ever heard of, you know these tales mm-hmm. that haven't been told yet. I don't know. So yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm I'm totally 100 percent with yeah. you. One more thing I want to bring up about just some of the thing, things that are being ta- uh, that are being talked about is the idea that um, it could be anything from the the exiled. You know, um, he says the, the exiled Dun- uh, Dunedain coming and settling there back in middle earth yeah and, and things it could be well even people um, were talking about the the deforestation they were like that's, yeah, that, that happens that in the numenorians blew me away i, I know I, me too they're like so they're taking all these clues this is these are people who you guys you up that's just based off a map that was right yeah and this this is this is you guys who you know this stuff so well you've sat and looked at these old maps um mm-hmm. and you're 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 friends with them you mm-hmm. know you yeah. know these things you're like bob ross you know the trees yeah. Right. The yeah. happy little yeah. trees. And you're looking at this going, okay, that deforestation happened from the Numenorians. It has to place this map during this time. I mean, even also just the, um, who was it? Ephraim right away said third age because of the way the mm-hmm. land is formed. Now we, we, we forget that there was, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that, all that land lost, yeah. right? After mm-hmm. it was after the first age. Yeah. The, the, the shaping. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the, the reshaping, reshaping of middle earth. Um, so, <clears throat> so all these clues that you guys are picking up and then, you know, the, um, the the historic name of Rohan that also pinpointing it into an into a certain age the fact that we haven't listed Mordor yet yeah Gondor right. hasn't been filled in yet so is that going to happen on Monday I don't know right yeah, we don't know if there are other happen. layers to this map right. though which is what I was wondering is right are there is, other layers or are is they the done? island of Numenor out there yeah because 
they don't have to tweet. I don't know. They don't have to tweet an update on the map. They could actually True. do something, a different image. They could send us a, a picture of old, something. Old Aragorn on a hunt. One of one of Tolkien's old maps, and yeah. we could be like, well, why are they referencing that? You know, yeah. um, something that he, he had in his books or something. I don't know. It's crazy, man. So one more thing, too, that I, yeah. I'd like to point out. Um, a good resource, and I, I had a Twitter conversation a little back and forth with the uh, Tolkien professor mm-hmm. and uh, Corey Olson. You guys are starting a bromance, aren't you? I, I lo- he's such a good should dude. I, should I be I, worried? Or? No, 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 no. He, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have him on, though, sometime, to be quite yeah. frank. Uh, could he just? Could we just like be like Hobbit children, and he could just tell us stories? Absolutely. I, would, I mean, if he could just read the Silmarillion to me he's a professor. explain it to me. I'd he's be a great. professor. Right. Uh, just a, a, a real cool guy. So there's um, he, he does a lot of detailed walkthroughs of some of those histories mm-hmm. that are a little you show bit me confusing. videos on YouTube <clears throat> yeah and, yep. and, and one of the things I like about him and I'm really going to give him a hard plug here because I have been he, he's not um, anyone who shares a theory or a thought or has questions about the Silmarillion he's really good at saying I like what you're saying I like what this this and this but let me tell you what you know all of my years of knowledge have led me to seeing X Y and Z and don't forget about this little line or this little passage or yeah. this influence here and he's very like easy going about how he delivers that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. He's just, he's a teacher, man. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's really cool. So I have picked up the Silmarillion again. I, back in my youth, I picked it up, put it down, picked it up when we started this podcast, started a good chunk of it, put it down mm. and I picked it up again yeah. <laughs> because I'm excited and, and I, I want to really, is that the third time? Um, that's the third There's time. Power in that. There's power. So <laughs> I am ready to go, my friend. Uh, so we've had a really good, thanks for everybody who's retweeted and, and liked and, um, yeah, that man. that exchange back and forth, I I really uh, had a lot of fun, you know, with that. Um, so so there's there's that. What else did I want to kind of talk about here? Um, gosh, I don't know. Just other than I'm I'm all I'm excited. And it's up, it's awesome, you know. man. It's awesome. Yeah. And and then we also had this conversation. Is this all just to? I mean, is it just to mess with us? Is it just to get us? That's fine. Talking. It is. <laughs> is it just to get a, a pulse on? Yeah. I honestly think. I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know what to think because I'm. I'm I'm really like the perfect, you know, in my butterbur mode, I am I'm like the perfect consumer. Mm-hmm. Put it out there and I'm not going to necessarily question it. I'm not going to um analyze it to death partially cuz I don't know, mm-hmm. but also because I just want to see what's going to happen. I'm just I'm an audience member. I'm not creating the show. I'm not in on the show. Right. I right. just want to see it unfold. I'm also um, entertained by folks who are yes. theor- you know what right. I'm saying. Well, that, yeah, and I think yeah. I think it takes all kinds of uh, you know, all kinds of audience members too. So I'm just I'm sitting here thinking I'm like, okay, now how much of this is them just wanting to see what people know? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have impressed them and that's why like this guy is getting followed by uh, yes, the, sh- the show now, yeah, right, yeah, like it's because he's pointing out stuff that either they haven't made note of, or the shape of of the land, or forests, or you know the fact that they use that older name for Rohan, and and that he's kind of like not calling them out on this, but like, hey, I see what you're doing here. Um, yeah, my knowledge is is great too. And I just I think that's fascinating because they've they're seeing that they're noticing that and they're going okay, so we could we could put many layers in this show for people who have this knowledge, but also people who have my knowledge and make an enjoyable show. Because right. that, that's what writers are doing. They're sitting there and they're trying to think, how can we sculpt this thing that's going to engage the maximum audience of Tolkien fans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you go too far on the Hobbit side, you're going to annoy fans yeah. who don't <clears throat> know or who know the stories very, very well. Sure. If you go too far into just the text and go only on that 
you're going to lose a lot of people who would just watch it because, oh, I like the movies, man. I like the movies. Yeah. You got to get a wide base of people and you're, you want your audience to be maximized. Yeah. So that, that also might be something they're doing too because, I mean, everyone's fascinated by this right now, which is good. Yeah. It's Do good. you know, I kind of believe they could start – You were, we're going to talk about this, I think, in the next episode, just yeah. what they have the rights to exactly. Uh-huh. So we'll right. get there. But right. like what um, – I mean – isn't it? They could, they could start almost anywhere, and and as they march through, you're just a, as a consumer, you're like, do I like this story that they're telling me or not? They yep. could choose the story. Those who have who are immersed in it and know a lot about it, they might be more critical. But when you think about that general, like you're talking about that big fan base, what is going to land with them? Yeah, that is a cra- that's a skill. You've got to kind yep. of like you know what worked in book form, maybe you know isn't going to be able yep. to work in this TV show yep. uh, format. Uh, as, as well, but I think it's going to work better than it would if it were in a movie. Oh, absolutely. You know? So I think that's what's kind absolutely. of neat, you know, that yeah. we're, we've, we've raised the production level of TV shows to where this is, this is going to be epic. And yeah, you're stretching it out over instead of hours, you know, tens and twenties of hours, right? Hundreds yeah. of hours, yeah. potentially. It, um, yeah. I think the other thing too is that um, I think that they're kind of, so the Tolkien estate is passing down, right? It's, it's moving, uh-huh. it's moved from Christopher who, it was his life calling to defend his his father's works and make sure and and professor tolkien wasn't really he didn't like the idea of like adaptations necessarily sure. i mean he he <clears throat> i think the beatles came to him at one point and wanted to they wanted to make an adaptation and they were actors in it and he was like no wow. I, I don't think so he was yeah. very um and rightly so, guarded on how his stories were represented and interpreted. So, but I think I think as time goes on, that's softened, right? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe his I, I don't know who's in charge of the estate now. It's passed on, mm-hmm. uh, passed down. But maybe they're more open to this. Uh, clearly, they are to, to have this show to be able to, to to produce the show. But so maybe what's happening too is, um, you've got a couple seasons here, and and we're going to go out. And we're going to press them with what we've done. Yeah, and right. then maybe we get more rights. Maybe we get the rights to the Silmarillion, and yeah. we can do that after two or three seasons. And we maybe we have multiple shows going on. We've got the the third age. We've got the second age. They we've could got the create. First age. You, I never thought about that, but that is sort of like if you look at what Disney has done with Star Wars, they're all over the place in the timeline. Yeah. yeah. So you could, couldn't you? I mean, yeah. you could say <clears throat> we're going to start a little TV situation here. We might yep. even do a movie yep. standalone here. We might do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the door. What's really what they're going to do here is they're going to audition and open the door, and I think blow the door down. I have a lot of faith, man. I think it's going to be okay. awesome. Yeah, I and 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 the, they've also said from the beginning too that this might be an anthology. Yep. So that goes to your idea of of just a story here. Maybe we do Young Aragorn for the first season. Maybe yeah, the first season's ten episodes, and that's it. And the right. second season, you know, we're back in. The founding of Rohan, or mm-hmm. or I don't know, whatever, and then you're yeah, jumping around think, all over the place. As long as yeah, and, you go and, back to Sauron and the forging of the ring, right, right, like and, and to help bring in to help make it you know reach that larger audience, you know, you just let people know this is this many years before this right, event that right. you know, or it was after this, and you know. Couldn't so. you go on forever? Oh that gosh, format, forever. yeah, yeah, I think you could, yeah, and because and, then and, you're not reliant on the same actors coming back. I say let's do it. Let's I, go. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> like, I'm I'm there. Whatever they want to do Talking right now, for I'm life. ready to consume. And I'm yep. watching this Twitter page and this Facebook page like crazy, uh, looking for any changes and updates. Uh, yeah. Just just cannot wait. So very exciting. So yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> I think that's all we want to do right now. Just yeah. a, a quick little, um, just some bits on on the show news there, and then uh, we have an epic conversation yeah. right now about Faramir uh, with our good friend uh, Kurt Jones. 
And uh, I hope you're enjoying that voice. Man, tell you what, guys. You know? I just think, like, all the uppers, they get all... I mean, that's that's part of why this book club's so great is, uh, yep. you know, when we've talked to people, we've heard their voices, we're like, man, come on. You're yep. putting us out of a job here. Yeah, you are. Like, what yeah. are you doing? You're, you're just going <laughs> to... You don't need me anymore. You got Kurt. Bring Kurt in. Yeah. <laughs> get Chase over. Uh, exactly. Get the Shire Rats, Wouldn't you know? that be something? Yeah, I mean... That's what happens. One day, wait, that's actually that's a okay. great idea. It's fine. We'll see it. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, and then maybe we can finally start our podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>now that we're in a lighter mood yes yeah i i, I have to touch on this what do you, what do you get? i have to it. touch on this bit with sam and fair very early on yeah yeah it's oh. just too much sauce <laughs> his hands on his hips it's just so good where are we at? See here, here, Captain. He planted himself squarely in front of Faramir, his hands on his hips, and a look on his face as if he was addressing a young hobbit who had offered him what he called sauce <laughs> when questioned about visits to the orchard. And I love the uh, the bit on down. Patience. Uh, there was some murmuring, but also some grins on yeah. the faces of the men looking on. The sight of their captain yep. sitting on the ground Eye to eye with a young hobbit, legs well apart, <laughs> bristling with wrath, was one beyond their experience. <laughs> it's just too good. I love Sam. Good old Sam. Oh, I love just, it when oh he bristles gosh, up. He's so good. It's great. And that's the thing. He's, his courage, right? Yeah. And I have that written down here. Sam's courage. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter what you are, no. who you are, no. who you think you are. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you mess with his master, it is on. That's right, yeah. man. He is bringing it game on. He's going to jump up. The pots and we and see pans it. Are we out. see it time and time again. Yeah, we do. Yeah, He's we done do. it multiple times. Yes. And gosh, does he do it in the end? I mean, spoiler alert: if you haven't yeah. made it that far uh-huh. yet, yeah, he yep. does. Mm. Yeah, he does. It really is amazing. I mean, yeah, because you have so in you know in the same around the same time that you have Captain Faramir showing his quality, you got uh, Old Samwise doing the same here. He's showing his quality. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good. It, it is interesting how how connection. they're both so pure of heart. I, I don't know, and I don't know. Yeah, wow. That's why they're my faves. And I, but I like how Fairmer also says, "Hey, patience." You yeah. Know, you speak. Uh, what does he say? Do not speak before your master, whose wit is greater than yours. Mm. Indeed. You know. Is it? Is it? <laughs> is said, it? Is it? I love how he says too. He says, "Were I as hasty as you, I might have slain you long ago." Don't be hasty. Yeah, the, he's he's hanging out with Tree Bear, doesn't he? Yeah, he's picking up some Fair of that tree is. wisdom. Yeah, there's just is. an honesty, though. You know, there's yeah. there's a pureness uh, uh, to him mm-hmm. that sometimes I think is wise. That it is just yeah. I don't know. It, it, you yeah, know, I don't know. And, and it's it's funny because later on, Fairmere will kind of kind of uh, claim its fate that he does have these outbursts and th- some of these things, you know, yeah. uh, come from Sam, and it's okay, it's all good, yeah. it's all meant to be, kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. You know. Um, all right. Yeah, let's move on. Talking about the, we were talking about the horn, right? How the horn was found. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have that? You have anything on the horn? Uh, well, I let me, let me get him on the horn here real quick. Um, so he well he tells a little bit about the history of it, right? And we we talked about this how it um yeah. you know it, it was an it was an heirloom and how the two halves are now with Denethor. Um, that it the, it was returned to him. Uh, you know how he found it. Um. And just how it's kind of a strange, uh, strange occurrence that he was able mm-hmm. to find that find the horn. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's the the horn is and it's where's the part where it like it he actually finds it though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that a little bit later because because we have the vision, right? And what he's what's missing, the one piece that he's looking for is that horn. And in the vision he didn't see it, correct? Am I wrong about that? Mm, I don't remember. Could be wrong. It's, I thought it was kind of off, wasn't it? It wasn't in the wasn't in the boat. boat. I'm asking, right? Yeah, right. that's what he said. He said, "But one thing I missed." Yeah, yeah. And yes. so, right. What I think is interesting is that, like, that is what washes up with the arrows and the yeah, some of the, the yeah. stuff that they find, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I misread that though. I need to go back. And no, look. yeah, I think you're right. I think it's like something that was, and that's interesting too, because if it like that, that is the that that's that's symbolic too, because that's not passing on to the afterlife. Right, that horn uh-huh, yeah. is there. Is that is that a symbol of Boromir's place being passed down to Faramir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting because you know Boromir would eventually become the, the steward. eldest son. Right. has it's, always carried it. Yeah, uh-huh. he's dead now. So Faramir is the only son, <laughs> and being the eldest, and that would it's make almost him like this passing. You know, interesting. But but yeah, it's, it's interesting where the horn comes from too, right? So a great horn of the oh, yeah. wild ox of the east. Yeah. Uh, bound with silver and uh, written with ancient characters, guys. So, like, how ancient is this? A magical horn? Is this something? See, and and this is why I wouldn't mind these being made into a TV series. Uh huh. Yeah. We could. I mean, we could just. This is something. If you never read the books, you just go, ah, oh, cool horn, man. Yeah. It's, it's, the, the the detail, like the, and this is Faramir talking about it. Like, this is such an important. I don't know. It's just such an important part of their family and the story. Crazy, it's crazy. It, 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 it takes us back to the you know, the, the idea that if it's blown within the bounds of Gondor, as the realm was of old, be, which heard. is interesting. Right, so they yes. make connection to uh, as the realm was of old, yeah. its voice will not pass unheeded. It's uh, cool. That's cool. <laughs> so and that, cool. But then yeah, that's Faramir telling us mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you know, and this as as Kurt was saying, he's got that ever on his mind. That's mm-hmm. what he was taught as a. Mm-hmm. As a child, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, and so there's that lore associated with the horn. Yeah, he yeah. thought he heard something distantly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, and he knows his brother has it. I like the so. I, and I like that the I like the idea that no matter where it's blown, mm-hmm. it will not go unheeded. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think there's a caveat to that immediately after. I'm not looking at the text, but it says uh, mm-hmm. as Gondor was of old, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. which which tells me it, maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe the population was spread out a little more at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like really literal here. I'm not mm-hmm. thinking yeah, figuratively. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. literally, no matter where you were, if you blew yep. that thing, yep. somebody's probably going to hear it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's but, also and a it, nod to the fact that, that you know the enemy has grown back into their their, their boundaries. Right, you know? yeah. So mm-hmm. you're seeing people's compressed uh, coming yeah. together yeah. into smaller areas for yep. protection from the enemy where they used to maybe were more spread out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Just right. a thought. A diminishing. I mean, of... There's nothing to support that. That's just me thinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a Kurt who's supporting that. <laughs> now, I approve it. I am going to move us... Move us ahead, please. Just a little bit. Is it okay? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. yeah and if you, you stop Holy me... Holy crap. If there's something you wanted to get to, just let me know. It's okay. a whole lot of book left. A whole lot. Yeah, there is. I'm going to move to the point where basically there's some arguing back and forth, but then Frodo decides he needs to fall in line with this request. There's a request made uh, by Faramir to go with him, right? Yes. So So that they, they gather him up, you know, uh, Sam already burst forward there and kind of... Uh, Defended his master, got put in his place, back and forth. Is this um, where we start walking and there's hushed voices? Yeah, they start talking exactly. in whispers. Yeah. 
Right, and you've got Damrod. Uh, they're in and out doing their thing, mm-hmm. skirting on either side of, mm-hmm. of everything. Uh, neat little kind of visual, I imagine. I can almost see them. Oh yeah, blending in and out yeah. of, of the trees Absolutely. and what silently have you. moving. Yeah, yeah, which is which is awesome. You know, just real cool scene. Isildur's Bane is what kind of yes. comes back up, and that's the big, you know, talking point here as as they go. And, and he kind of says, you know, um, I do not blame you, you know, yeah. kind of for holding back on some of those. You were not wholly frank with me. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, you spoke with a skill um, in a hard place. You, you yeah. spoke with skill in a, in a yeah. hard place and wisely, yeah. it seemed to me. So it's cool. He's weighing this, you know, he's weighing Frodo to see. Giving him a compliment, too. Yeah. To see, you did the right thing. You did. This is, you know, handled yourself well there. Yeah. yeah. And, and so he builds a lot of respect for him. So. Yeah. 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 Frodo's sharp. And we get, we get to see uh, a lot of his sharpness and wit yeah. on display in his interaction with Faramir here. Because think about it, he's I mean he's a hobbit, right? I mean mm-hmm. I mean he's an extraordinary hobbit, but right. he's a hobbit, right? Right? And he uh, he's quick on his feet. You know, I told no lies and of the truth all I could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then yep. as as Faramir continues to ask questions and dig a little deeper, Faramir throws out what like like an archery esque type of analogy do i not hear near the mark do i not yeah. hit near the mark yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep which on the surface you can just kind of read over that and yeah. frodo responds very quickly near but not in the gold yeah which is to say yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're close but you didn't hit the bullseye right right, right, right. exactly i mean yeah. to just to just be that quick yeah yeah, yeah it is coming back at a captain of gondor uh-huh. a man of rank yep. who is interrogating yep. you yep Whose brother tried to kill you? Yeah, essentially. And, and yeah, he, and that and was, Frodo just there. immediately picked up on this. Yeah. This oh, he oh, you want you want to talk archery? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And he yeah. just spits it right back. I just right. love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it is. It's it's really yeah. It's, it's yeah, clever. It it's, it's wordsmithing. It's great. It's quick wit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, the the conversation kind of you know moves on to he's digging at at because uh, they earlier we didn't you know we kind of combed uh, right past it but the idea that. Bormir is Frodo's friend. And there was a hesitation mm-hmm. earlier on in the chapter. Yeah, right. And now mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're diving a little bit more deeper into that because he noticed the hesitation. He noticed that there was something he was holding back about. And, and it is about, you know, uh, Isildur's Bane and the use of it. What what he kind of starts to think, well, maybe... Um, what, it was, he talks about fate you? again here. It, just real quick, he says, yeah. Alas, it is a crooked fate that seals your lips who saw him last and holds from me what I wish... Uh, that I which long to, to to know what was in his heart and thought in his latest hours, whether be erred or no of this. I am sure he died well, achieving some good thing. His face was more beautiful even uh, than in life. Cause he was also talking about contention within the group and Frodo reassured him. He's like, no, there was no, you know, people weren't, weren't uh, fighting amongst themselves. Um, but just yeah. again, the idea of fate comes up again. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Uh, I thought this bit just real quickly because mm-hmm. I'm gonna just pull a couple things here. The stewardship, right, and how and their line and where they came yeah. from. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, not being of Elendil's line, but having the blood of Numenor mm-hmm. is that was interesting to me. Didn't really mm-hmm. know that before mm-hmm. I had reread this exactly, and uh, so that was kind of cool. And then he talked about this ambition, you know, that that Boromir knew he that he wasn't descended. Of a king necessarily, yeah. and or, how long and that always bothered king. him. Yep. Yeah, and how long do the stewards wait before they they are the kings? 
essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. I like that. Which, which, um, <laughs> which is a boy. I mean, that's a fair yeah. question coming yeah. from a sure, boy. Sure, yeah. How long should we wait? I mean, right. It's been hundreds of years. Right, right. And honestly, aren't they, you know, do some sort of, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, sure. Reward, not reward. Yeah, but no, like, that's, yeah. They've served in this in this role in, in this the capacity stat. and that's yes. what Boromir has kind of oh he, I see when, when he's talking to Aragorn even at the council he talks about the the valor of the men of Gondor and all yeah. that they've faced and that we keep the enemy at bay we're right there fighting day in and day out by the blood of our people yeah and it's like you know yeah Aragorn Gondor is doing no different things in the north and what have you but yeah. where are these kings where are these great kings yeah. here the Stuarts are doing this great work yeah why don't we give them a little cred yeah you know, and it oh, is a valid point. And it's like once he feels like he has that ring within his grasp, I mean, Faramir is just kind of saying, I know my brother and I can sort of see how I pressed you a little hard on Isildur's bane. But now I do want to more gently kind of ask if mm-hmm. there was a division between yeah. you and he uh, because of it. And that's and I can see why there would be maybe. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I guess I'm that, OK. I'm seeing it right now for the first time that that's in Boromir's mind. That's what he had to do for the stewards to become king. Was for him as a steward to not make the same mistake Isildur did and to use the ring to defeat the enemy mm-hmm. and by defeating the enemy, raising the status of the stewards to the king. Like almost forcing a return of the king in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. It's interesting how his mind was working, right? Because, mm-hmm. and this, this is also this, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Frodo's hearing this and he's like, okay, that makes a lot of sense to me. Makes a lot of sense now hearing that he always kind of had this within him. Gandalf comes up here too, doesn't he? He does. The Grey Pilgrim. Mm. Yeah. And how how um, Faramir didn't necessarily know, you know, in full who he was. Right? No, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he, he, uh, he, he knows... Knew him as a scholar, like like someone who read the text. Oh, yeah. And how you he know didn't know that he was a great mover right. of, of, of things. Yeah. Of, of, yeah, of events. Yeah. Which is things. such a Gandalf thing, and right? he's reflecting on his on his boyhood and, and some yeah. of his comings and goings, and how did he persuade his father, you know, to let him into some of these secrets, yeah. some of the things that are kept. I didn't realize how I, it's not like a, a public library Dude. that anybody can go in and out of. Right. I mean, this is, I, I, how, you know, the next page I have it written. I said we forget that knowledge of the ring is was so limited, right? And the fate yeah. of the ring, I guess, right? Like these details aren't aren't things that necessarily everyone would know. True. Right? Like the, the fate the f- of the ring is strictly legend. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, cuz he, he's guessing at what a Sildor's bane is, right? The whole Exactly. Time. He doesn't yeah. know it's yeah. a ring. Right. Yeah, so yeah, so to your point, yeah, knowledge of the ring. Right. For what it is, is very limited. Very limited. Among, yeah. That's why it's such among a huge the wise, deal that I Sam guess. says something later. I know, I, I know. know. <laughs> it's like Okay. Oh, spoiler alert. Uh it's just it's radical. Um, so to move us through that, you know, the, oh, the whole geez. Grey Pilgrim piece is cool. I mean, yeah. I, I would bog us down for a long time thinking more about that. You actually get, um, oh gosh, Gandalf's name uh, in, in different... Uh, oh, yeah. I love what he says. Yeah, what's he say? Olorin. Many are my names in many countries. Yeah. Thrandir among the elves. Tharkun to the dwarves. Olorin I was in my youth in the west that is forgotten. Yeah. In the south in Canis. In the north, Gandalf. To the east, I, I go, go not. <laughs> I love that. So yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's just pretty neat to see this. And I love that this is just subtly mentioned, but in my youth in the west, mm-hmm. that is forgotten. Yeah. Just in real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. And I just skip right <laughs> over it. 
Yeah. So that's that's cool, and you know we got that in the film, him going back there and tearing through the you know the archive, yeah. the records, whatever it may be. Smoke pouring. Yeah, it's yeah. a great little scene. Uh, so yeah, so let's see here. Let's let's move on. Where else can I take us here? Oh, okay. So so much that he had learned. So so Fairmere starts to talk about how he was. He, that Gandalf sometimes taught as well and taught them on on lore and these different matters. But some of the things that he had learned about. Well, Sodor's Bane. Um, thing, his suspicions and things that he had, you know, uh, felt. Does he, he didn't convey them to Gandalf, did he? No. But he wishes almost that he would have because he could have, you know, maybe shed some more light mm-hmm. on uh, on this. Let's see. Oh, nor when the riddling words of our dream were debated among us, did I think of Isildur's Bane as being the same thing. Mm. For Isildur was ambushed and slain by orc arrows, according to the only legend that we knew. Okay. So this is where they kind of thought that maybe Isildur's Bane was that arrow. Is that something that came up too? Or is that just mm. something I got? Mm. Let's see. Mm. I didn't pick well, up on that. A spell weapon? Well, this is mm. way back like at the beginning too. I think he was trying to guess at what Isildur's Bane was. Yeah. Oh, some, okay. is that something yeah, that happened? Some okay. type of weapon. Okay. Yes. okay. He's Got just it. thinking it's some Literally. kind of heirloom or weapon. Right. Yeah. He yeah. has no idea what it is. Okay. Gotcha. I love how his voice sank to a whisper here too. Mm-hmm. Like this is should be more secretive, and he's he's even. They were hushed before. Now they're whispering, so the, the rest of the men can't. Oh yeah. Can't hear them. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love to read that whole section like that. <laughs> yeah, he makes a a, pro- a proclamation here. What does he say? Something that you know, like yeah. Beautiful. When it comes to, I can't I can't find it right now in the text. Would, but yeah, is it when he talks about but but fear no more? I would not take this thing if it lay by the highway. Yes, uh, not where Minas Tirith falling in ruin, and I alone could save her. So using the weapon of the Dark Lord for her good and my glory. No, I do not wish for for such triumphs. Mm-hmm. Frodo, son of Jago. Right, and so this is this is a point that um, okay, just real quick because we're going to talk about the character Faramir, right? Yeah, oh, always yeah. just like the difference between the film and the book. Yeah, I think it's worth there. touching that and Denethor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is something that I remember for the appendices. It's Philippa Boyens talking, and she said that the reason they decided to go a different direction with Faramir is, you know, you've got a character who says who says this line right here, and her claim was that it strips the ring of all its power. Mm-hmm. And I don't get that. I don't understand that. I think what that line does right there is it shows the great overcoming power of goodness. I think what you do when you change Faramir in the movies is you try to discount the possibility of someone being more good than evil. And I think it was a huge missed opportunity. I, I hate this I hate this part in the film. Yeah. I hate how it switches from you, you have Faramir trying to be Boromir. And, in this, and, and it's just so untrue to his character in the story the way Tolkien wrote mm-hmm. him they're supposed to be opposites they're supposed to be different yeah. Yeah. Um, and this, I'm sure you've thought about this long and hard but it's just something that I think they got wrong it, you, you're not um, and maybe in the film you had to do it whatever to build tension I understand that the pacing is different but what that does that line for me is it shows that hey there is hope in goodness that, that it is possible to overcome this temptation of the ring yeah and the temptation of ultimate power it's nice to believe that and that's sort of what elrond yeah. uh or is it uh, gandalf someone says talks about the hope that that still yeah they're talking about yeah. aragorn a lot but I, I i love looking at faramir and saying yeah. well, we have another example exactly, here of somebody yeah. who's, exactly. 
who's pretty good. He's very uh, Aragorn like. Yeah, just yeah. because the the you know men's hearts are continually evil type of thing, yeah, right. you know, doesn't mean that you can't find something there that is good, true, pure, right. not corrupt. You know, kind of uh, not incorruptible, but you know, just handles it better. Is yeah. is, mm-hmm. is what is what we all should work and strive to be. Yeah, you he's know. prepared. Yeah. yeah, it seems like he was mentally prepared. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. based on limited knowledge, he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, he just knows that no good will come of it. Yeah, uh-huh. like he's yeah. predetermined. It doesn't matter what it yeah. is. Who, who, yeah. I'm not I mean, going to take it. Who mm-hmm. taught him that? You know, like, yeah. like it, it doesn't seem like he had as much knowledge or or what, like 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 you know you Elrond and the elves seem to know quite a bit and they're taught and instructed uh, about just I don't know how to pass that type of test. I don't know. It, and like, and it I don't may know seem what, it may seem more simple, but doesn't it kind of sound like things that Sam has said before too? It's an absolute. It's like I wouldn't. I won't. I wouldn't take it. Yeah. I wouldn't take it if it saved my city. The the very thing that he's out there to protect and defend. He said if that was the one thing, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it because it's wrong. Uh huh. He he does say something interesting a little bit later though, where he talks about like that he knows uh, who these who these rangers, these men of Gondor are, etc. That would boast about something like this, and then once it's said, they would live up to the mark. That they set, they set the bar here mm. with their words, and then he mm. knows that by nature. He's talking to Sam. Yeah, yeah. L- a little He's bit later talking on. about yeah, uh, mm. God, yeah. Men of God, soldiers of Gondor, uh, men mm. of their word. Yeah. Uh, when you say it, you yeah. do it. You yeah. do it. No matter, even if it doesn't quite turn out. Yeah. Right, and that's the why way you thought it was going to be. You still go through with it, or yeah. you die trying. Yeah. yeah, that's why this sort of comes out of. He planned to say that. He was waiting for the moment to put it there, <clears throat> let it sit. Remember I said that. Let time pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And yep. and then yep. he himself was building himself up. No, I've, I've made that statement yep. now. Yep. I, will live up, I will live up to that yeah. because that's what we do. Yeah. You know, so. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. And almost kind of writing the wrongs that Boromir kind of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, made towards Frodo. And, and the, I mean, he sort of, in, in I don't know. Not tarnish the reputation a little bit, but kind of. I mean, like Frodo's impression of of Gondor is not necessarily a good one. You know right. what I mean? Based on his interaction with exactly with Boromir, and yeah. so you know, Faramir, whether he real, you know, premeditated that or not, he's he's repairing that, he's fixing that in the same way that he is, you know, fighting to bring good back and 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 repair. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's fascinating. Guys. Um, do you have any? Are we at four hours now? we 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 could probably take this for as long as we want. You know what I might do is just let's just take our time. Let's just do what we want to do. And I love it, man. And, and yeah. Honestly, there's no reason to. We, we can make this couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah if we have to, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not worried about that at all because I'm having too much fun. I'm Me actually too. really enjoying this. Me too. But what I thought we would try to do is maybe jump to where, like, the blindfolding, or is there something before that, Kurt, that you wanted to talk about where? Um, cause right now, basically there were about 10 things I want to talk about before that. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> just, what do you got? Come on. I mean, this this chapter is just chock full. No, this is why, I mean, th- this is why I say that. We, Don't uh, worry about time, no, time because, not a cause we, factor. we can, I mean, cut if this we're going to talk about comparing film Faramir yeah, we want to talk to about book Faramir, we do want to talk about that. Let's do film it. Denethor to book Denethor. And I know this chapter isn't about Denethor, but the bit about, uh, where we touched on earlier where Boromir is frustrated. Mm-hmm. How long does it take mm-hmm. for us to be the king? Mm-hmm. And and Denethor of all people, right? And, and granted, 
I'm a movie buff, right? I'm mm-hmm. coming in this yeah. from movie yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. And I understand that book and, and movie Denethor is slightly different. But Denethor's response is few years, maybe, in other places of less royalty. In Gondor, 10,000 years would not suffice. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is the lineage that we hold here is more important right. than my own uh, ambition. Uh, my ambition. Ennoblement, my yeah. Uh, mm, I see. Yeah, I, it's it's mm-hmm. more important than me being king. Yep. Right. And I think that says a lot about Denethor. It does. Yeah. And you're right that that is that is a um. It's a that's a uh, a deviation from what we see in the films. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean he's just big like, time. Yeah, he's all about being king, and and yeah. and you know, book Faramir. He's he's well aware. We talked about this. He's well aware of the peril of Isildur's bane, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in movie, Faramir is just more preoccupied with pleasing his father. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, he just yep. he wants more than anything uh, to make his dad happy. Yeah. It, and I don't, I don't really get that in the book. All right. So right. back to your point, Lane. Yeah, it kind of bugs me what they did to Faramir. Uh, in My, the movie. Yeah. And I and I almost wonder because he doesn't actually see the ring in the book. He even says it at one point. I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know right. any more of right. it That's than right. I already do. Yeah. Darn right. Which is it's too huge. much. It's huge. And but he sees it, right? Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe we can say, well, he didn't see it, so maybe it wasn't that big of a temptation after all. Sure. I don't know. Wouldn't pick it up on the highway. Which, by the way, highway seems like an odd word to find in Lord of the Rings. Tell us the derivation. Uh, Come on. If you're curious, it is Old English. Highway, H-E-A-H-W-E-G. Yeah, baby. All right. So, wow. Okay. Tolkien's a genius. It just seemed out of place to me, so I had yeah, to find yeah. out. <laughs> I-70. Highway. Hey, there's the, there's the ring. Yeah, I know. Highway. When I think of highway, yeah. I think of a paved road. Um, Crap. Uh, you said something there, and it got me going, and I lost it. Butterbur, one thing drives out another. It happens. Yeah. I got to mail that letter to Canada. <laughs> yeah crap i'm sorry you want to go into the blindfolding what no do you have anything else though they're like just kind of in that in that because i oh yeah okay. go ahead i remembered i remembered no, it, it's because so my my uncle joe is the one who um we went with him the very first time that i was exposed to the lord of the rings when the fellowship of the ring came out it was his idea mm-hmm. he had read it he was a fan of the books hardcore book guy hard doesn't like the doesn't love the films because of some of the decisions that they made. Um, I think my uncle's a guy who would like to see them remade as a, a television series and stick truer to the books because that was one of the things he talked about. He, he didn't even like necessarily the way Aragorn is portrayed all the time as being kind of more reluctant. He saw him, and, and, mm-hmm. and you do see it. You see him in the books. He's, he's, he's more just kind of waiting for his time. He, he, he doesn't shy away from necessarily being... I mean, we see him flex his muscle at, 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 at Edoras. Right, mm-hmm. he talks about you touch my sword, I'm going to kill you. A- Aragorn in the films, not so much. Yep. So he had a huge issue with the way Faramir was portrayed. He he, he hated it. He didn't like it. And um, and I think it, maybe it was him who planted that seed in my head where he said, "Why can't?" So he's like, "So you're telling me no one could be that good? Why not? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the hope is in? Yeah. Isn't that what we're supposed to to try to be? Mm. Uh, and you know, he's he's um." Uh, comes from a Christian lens. So, you know, he sees Jesus as the ultimate, you know, yeah. It, will we ever, could we ever reach that example? No. 
but but this I believe for. in that, and that's what I should try to aim for. Yeah. So so um yeah, I think I think almost it's kind of a, a more humanistic approach to Faramir they took. Like you know, well, no one can be this good. Uh, you know, he's got daddy issues, and it'll be relatable. And so in that, to put it bluntly, I guess that's not very uh, eloquent, but that's kind of the message, or that's sort of the. Um, portrayal i get of faramir in the movies exactly the portrayal you get yeah he's, he's very relatable he is relatable that way because you you, you immediately understand he's less of a, i want to be like faramir and more like i can relate to faramir you know what i mean so i don't know and it helps create some drama for the film it, it helped them you know not be as complicated or more complicated and uh but anyway yeah i don't I, like it i think in the films they had already set the ring up as this Overpowering. Sure. Well, that's part of the reason they cut Bombadil out too. All oh, right. Yeah. Because they didn't want to show. Yeah. Right. How could, and yeah. So I mean, when yeah. Faramir sees it and he understands what it is, how could he not fall for how it? How could you right? Yeah. Yeah. That would kind of diminish the power sure. of the ring. Which but, for a film, maybe that's how you have to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's you know, at one point Faramir is compared to a wizard. You know, in this oh, chapter, yeah. uh-huh. and it reminds me. It, it it reminds yeah. me of Gandalf knows. That he don't, don't tempt, tempt me, yeah, Frodo. Don't yes. tempt me. Yeah. You know? Well done. That's and, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. And so, so, excuse me. So, some of that you can't make me laugh. I just, I'm going to be calm. That's his thing. Like crazy. Upper respiratory. Uh, upper respiratory. Uh, but <laughs> he, he, he d- does he not, though, kind of have that same wisdom that he doesn't want to be tempted? He sure. doesn't want to see it. Don't yeah. show it to me. He doesn't say yeah. what Gandalf says per se, but I just thought it was cool. There's a parallel. Between him being a wizard by from Sam and Sam knowing yeah. how how Gandalf and, and others you know kind of um, you know I don't know resisted the ring. No, that's a great so. point. Yeah. Okay, so back into the text here. Just uh, the next little bit is a discourtesy, right? So <laughs> we have to blindfold. Yeah. Yep. You know the the hobbits. Um, as I like we, how he approaches it too. <laughs> yeah. He wants to make sure it's done respectfully and and yeah. without don't pain. bind their hands. Right. Not too tight. Yep. Make yeah. sure they, you know, exactly. It's not uncomfortable for and, them, and they're willing to do it. And he and yeah. he sees that as a mark of, you know, that's <laughs> in, it's it's interesting that, you know, what, a mark. No, oh, I just oh. it, this would just be a funny thing to witness because it's kind of like, okay, guys, this is gonna be awkward. Yeah, we got a blindfold, Jen. Uh, it's just something we do here. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we've already done this, right? <laughs> yeah. Even the elves yeah. do this. Yeah. You know, Frodo and I did it on our own one time. <laughs> I like how he calls up Gimli. The dwarf took it ill, but right. the hobbits yeah. endured yeah. it. Yeah. I love right. that. Yep. Yep. He's just calling. He's got to make it. Poor Gimli. That point. He's getting beat up. Yeah. And and they're headed to a place called um, Window on Window on the West. Yeah. You know, Tenethanun. Window to the West. Yeah. Know, and Yun. There you go. And what was the other? You had a word here that uh, translates to, didn't you, Kurt? Somewhere. Oh, moon, right? The moon. Um, sure. Um, that's for Ethelian. Yeah, there you yeah. go. What'd you have? Anathanun is Sindarin for window on the west, window oh. to the west, yeah, window yeah, yeah. of sunset, sunset west, nice. kind of interchangeable yes. yep. depending on who you ask. Sure. Um, since we're and there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ethelian. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the base word ethyl moon, moon. Okay. right? Yeah. We see that, and I, I, I think I found it on Gateway that yeah. Ethelian is loosely named after Isildur. Uh, that name was kind of oh, brought yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, when when that realm was being established. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really, I couldn't find anything to actually back that. Sure, and like it, that. it seems more closely tied to that moon base word 
gotcha. than, than Isildur to me. But. And if, if you look at Athelion too, and I didn't before I found this map, it's kind of in a crescent moon shape. Oh, no kidding. You think that's... I don't... I don't there's probably oh. no connection there, but I noticed that because wow. I looked at the map. I'm like, that looks like a crescent moon kind no, of. No, there could very well be. Yeah, Maybe. that would be um, cool. Yeah, well, that's I don't amazing. Know, but yeah, yeah. That's just cool. I mean, he, he was... We talk about all the time. He was so intentional yeah. in everything he did, and he put layers upon layers. And yeah, I wouldn't doubt that one bit. Yeah, so uh, blindfolded. Yeah, so so we're blindfolded. We're mm-hmm. we're, um, we're taking it well. Uh, he made sure that they you know didn't stumble along mm-hmm. the way yep. and what have you. Um, and they kept hearing the water. So it is yeah. very much like the film. They are kind of behind a waterfall, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, and even getting past at places, right? There, the yeah. hobbits are passed from men to men upon. Yeah. Right, they, they lose picking track. them up and handing them to yeah. them. Yeah, right, and they get kind of turned around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, so so they, they definitely lose track of where they're going. But you're right. I did I did imagine like I could visualize the movie at this part. Yeah. I was like they nailed this. Nailed this it. was yep. Yep. They did a good job on Hannah Thunder. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so um, eventually they realize where they're at. They they're able to see this this polished stone, this wet floor. Yeah. Um, you know this uh, rough hewn gate of rock opening. Mm-hmm. Dark behind them, they're in this cave behind a waterfall, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is really, you know, neat and uh, yeah, beautiful in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it shouldn't be, but it it, it is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Uh, I can't remember where the part is. It doesn't. <clears throat> I don't have to read it exactly, but it talks about uh, how the 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 red light of the sunset comes through mm-hmm. the ever changing color. It looks like jewels, mm-hmm. silver, gold, yeah, rubies, ruby, sapphire. sapphires, mm-hmm. yeah. It was as if they stood at the window of some elven tower, yeah. curtained with threaded jewels of silver and gold, yeah. and ruby, sapphire, and amethyst, all kindled with an unconsuming fire. I gotta imagine Gimli would love that too. Yeah. All the, the, the imagery yeah, of the yeah. stones and yeah. everything, and precious. Well, and isn't this a, it's so well hidden, right? It's yeah. not been discovered yet. Their yeah. hiding place, almost so well hidden that that uh, we haven't talked about him yet. But that Gollum, uh, I mean, he's there. He. Like, does he know? Because that, that's in the next chapter kind of thing. Yeah. That, that's the question that's right. Did it, did, I mean, is he just tracking them? Right. And they didn't know because Sam turns around and sees him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's down there fishing, does he know that they're, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot to Gollum. He's I know, just, man. You know? He's tracking them. Yeah. It's slippery, isn't he? Yeah. So. Because that scout saw him too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, right, right. And wasn't sure if it was, what, you said it was a squirrel? Thought it was yeah, a squirrel. Big black squirrel. Could have been a squirrel, yeah. but it was black and had no tail. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably wasn't a squirrel. Yeah. One of those Merkwood squirrels. <laughs> a squirrel. <laughs> Sorry, just change books. That's right, man. Look at my hobbit. So they get. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Let's see here. So, oh, he just talks about this being their refuge. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. uh, just their humble abode type of thing and, and uh, makes them feel comfortable. And gives them some some beds. Uh, they're given even when they they eat later on. I love the the image of the barrels that are rolled up. They sit on top yeah. of these big barrels, yeah. you know, closer to the table. They were very accommodating. They were, yeah, and they they, were. they gave love them it. these nice low beds yep. to sleep on. Much uh, less menacing than the film. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, mm-hmm. We haven't mentioned it yet, but I mean, I'm you know I know folks know this, but we're actually still waiting on a decision from yeah. Faramir sure. as to whether they can go or not and be yep. about their business. He, he, had, he said, come with me. And, yes, and, yeah. I will decide what I must do. Still figure it out. I will yeah. decide what's best for me to mm-hmm. do and for you. Yeah, and for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's definitely, he has, he does have a lot going we'll on here it out, yeah. in this, in this region. So were you guys blown away too by the fact that men of old had changed the course yeah. of the, of this waterfall? Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes me, that makes that. me think of, yeah. uh, that makes me think of like, or thank. Yeah. Uh, like, the 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 men of old like yes mm-hmm. like 
legit Numenorians, yeah. right? They were yeah. bigger, they were stronger, yeah. they lived longer, they could yep. do more. They were yep. more than we are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were able to change the course of this waterway and yeah. create this grot. Yeah, as he calls it. Uh, 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 it's just we got to read it just real quick. At one time, the water flowed down through this cave and out of the arch, but its course was changed further up, uh, further up the gorge by workmen of old, and the stream sent down in a fall of doubled height over the rocks far above. I mean, it's like, how do you even? And then the cool imagery too that we don't get in the movie because there's just not time for it or the need, I guess. That the fact that if you if you fell down into this pool at the bottom, there are. Uh, it's a deep bowl filled with knives of stone. Mm-hmm. So you got to wonder, like, did they take people to interrogate them in the past and say, hold them over the waterfall and just drop them? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, like something the mob would do, you yeah. know? Very. Uh, so it's a, there is that slight, um, you know, he, he is very accommodating and they're very friendly, but there is that edge of, okay, this is, this could be a dangerous place. You know, this yep. is, this is a fort of sorts, but it could also be, a place that you know you disappear and you're never heard from again. Yep. There's um, only two ways out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That he brings that <laughs> and up. And there's only the one way you're going to get out alive. Yeah. Right. It's the way you came in. You came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, yeah, still a little, little dangerous. They have they have they have right to be nervous and fearful sure. right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But they are at least you know they have enough. Um, they're at ease enough to get some sleep. Yes. Right. Because that's the big thing. They get some. They get some sleep. Uh, yep. Even though Sam kind of stays up, and I can almost imagine him halfway, he was proud of his sleep. You know, yeah. he could have slept for a week, but he, <laughs> you know, he he stays up, and yeah. uh, and once they're waking, he gets he dunks his head. They have a good laugh at him for dunking oh, yeah. his head in there, and I love and, that. And put a little water on the back of his neck. <laughs> you know, just like, it's like some rain on wilted lettuce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See him. yeah. Crazy, crazy. Set that on the ground. Yeah, it's man. easier for you and me. That's yeah. right. Oh th- yeah, that that kind of reminds me later on when they t- start talking about Sam as a gardener and just yeah. what you know, a noble held in high regard, hard, yeah. held yeah. in high regard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's so cool. It's okay. It's Anborn. It's Anborn who saw, um, oh. uh, uh, thought he saw a giant squirrel, okay. a large squirrel. Yeah. Back. Okay. Uh, that's that was his name. I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but it was. And here I took his name away from him. <laughs> was he ever really born? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, you know, a lot of this, they're just gonna. Uh, they wake up. They, they, they talk about. They get some, um, some food, right? Some good eats. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had thirds, didn't they? They, they, they did. Had their fill. Mm-hmm. They did not deny anything that was given. That was offered. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, let's good see. Lord, this is a a beautiful chapter. It's a beast of a chapter. I don't remember it being this long reading it. That so that's testament to the, the way it reads too. <laughs> I mean, I I remember flying through and just being like, yeah. Eating it up. Right. So he wants him to tell the story, right? Faramir wants to know more on from, from bet- yeah. between Rivendell and, and, and here, uh, what has gone on? What are some of the major events you can tell me? And he does tell yeah. him some of the, the events of Boromir, which is nice. Yeah. Very, very kind uh, thing to do here. He talks about his bravery, uh, just different times where he led the, the company, the wolves that he helped protect them from. Yeah. Uh, how he was the last one to leave when Gandalf, Gandalf oh. you know, uh, fell. Yeah. Uh, which is, I fed kind of forgot. Yeah. He's the oh, last yeah. one there. I forgot and that, that too. If the, if the lesser, weaker members yeah. of the group wouldn't have been there, that he and Aragorn probably would not have left. And maybe would jumped have right down. jumped right I mean, down as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. God, can you uh, imagine to, that? To fight with... <laughs> it's, I mean, 
No, I, I, I honestly believe that maybe awesome. they would have done that. I mean, get off. Yeah, and they just go down there just hoping to get one plunge into that thing. To, yeah, yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> yes. For Gondor. Oh, but he, so he, oh, it says that Frodo told many tales, yet always steered away from the matters of the quest that led back to the ring. Right, mm-hmm. so um, enlarging uh, the parts about Boromir talking about his bravery and all that good stuff. So, uh, real good gesture there. Uh, okay, so Aragorn is forced to lead them, um, and uh, he just yeah, it talks about the the the, the split there. Where else should we go here? Faramir talks about the lack of hope. Uh, says you know it's long since we had any hope. Um, you know, even if uh-huh. even if Aragorn does come back with sort of a lend deal, I think it just will put off the day of evil ultimate evil and he talks about the the um uh just the the term he uses that is uh just beautiful visual the springless autumn yeah we, know, we're, we're a failing people a springless autumn and this that, is where isn't this where he goes into some of the uh talking about the men of numenor were settled far yeah wide, we're getting there yep wide mm-hmm. on the shores mm-hmm. yeah um he talks about how they they kind of came there uh yeah Wow, many became enamored in the darkness yeah, and the black was... arts. Some were given over wholly to idleness and ease, uh, and some fought among themselves yeah. until they were conquered in their weakness by the wild, wild men. men. Like they were divided and then taken over. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of just talking about what what happens to them and why. Yeah. They were this great, you know, uh, people deceived by Sauron. By the way, yeah. You know, yeah. and that was the big. That's part of the the fall of of, of Numenor. And um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, he gives a little bit of the history there. Um, let's see. Gosh, it's just, it, you could blow this up forever, couldn't you? Yeah, this is the part that I was, I was, I was wanting more on, you know, actually. I, yeah. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Kern because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Kern. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Kern.tech. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Not more on, but I. So it's it's not said that e- that the evil arts uh, were ever practiced in Gondor, or that the nameless one was ever, um, you know, was ever named in honor there. I do want to say that yeah. uh, that Tolkien did it first before J.K. Rowling, the nameless one. 
Oh yeah, you shall yeah, not he, be named. Should, oh, absolutely. So just if, uh, if you're a Potter fan, just go ahead and, and remember that. Hundred percent. Tolkien by the way, did it first. You Shots said fired. that back in the day, yep. and, and I totally remember you saying that. And I'm like, that's fire. Yeah, he OG who, man. He's yeah. the OG. Mm. Totally took that from. Okay, my boy. Sorry. So, but it's just interesting because we haven't heard him. Well, who who else called him that? When did we hear that before? I can't remember. We have but, heard it somewhere. I, but I it's just we haven't heard it for a while, have we? And that it's yeah. almost like because of the proximity they are to Mordor. You know, the closer you get, the less you speak openly of this kind of stuff and certainly wouldn't mention his name because you don't know who's listening. You never know. You think you're safe, but you're, you know, mm-hmm. you, even Faramir points out that we're taking you to a place that is still safe, implying yeah. that, you know, something could happen. It could be overtaken. It's not a it's not a for sure thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, so so being careful of, of what names you use. Yeah. Well, let me just read a little bit more of this uh, and Please. I may stumble over some of this, but it's OK. Um He's talking about the Numenorians. This is some of it goes back to some of what Kurt was was reading, and that their their quest for um, their hunger for that endless life. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, right yeah. there it is. Uh, kings made tombs. Uh, kings made tombs more splendid uh, than houses of living, and uh, counted old names in the rolls uh, of their um, uh, of of their descent dearer than the names of yeah. sons. Yeah. They were more concerned with their the lineage yep. than yeah. they were moving forward. Man. Wow. And so what's this crazy? That last line is it, in, the, in the last king um, of the line of Anarion had no heir. Had no heir. Yeah. He had no son. That's why they went to stewards. That's why they went yeah. to stewards. Because he went away and died mm-hmm. and had no son. So okay. they had to start the line of stewards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know. So the line of stewards uh, is when the Rohirrim come into play. I think it was the twelfth steward, Kirion. Okay. Yeah, right there it is. So it came to pass in the days of Kirion, the twelfth steward, that they rode to our aid. Speaking of the Rohirrim, uh, moving on, uh, maybe a Rohan for that province had long been sparsely peopled. They became our allies and have ever proved true to us, aiding us at need and guarding our northern marches in the Gap of Rohan. Mm-hmm. And this is where you want to talk about high men. Yeah, this and is what I brought up earlier. And I, middlemen. Middlemen, what does all that mean? Because we, remember we were first learning about, um, oh gosh, we were, when we were back in Rohan and we were learning about where they had yeah. come from mm-hmm. and Errol and, 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 and how... Or Earl, as I call him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, just how was it, how he rode to, or you know, Rode to their defense and was granted that land. And, yeah, yep. and, and this, this is some of that telling mm-hmm. is is coming in here. So. It's kind of cool. We're getting the uh, we had the Rohan perspective, and now right. we're getting the yeah the Gondorian. So you have point of view. the original recorded history is what you're speaking of, and mm-hmm. now we're seeing future generations yeah. studying that. Recorded yeah. Yeah. actual history and retelling it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Isn't, isn't that it? awesome? Jeez, when you start like, putting the pieces together, yeah. there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's amazing. So I think. I think that what what he's referring to is high men are men of direct Numenorean descent. descent. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and not only in that, but in their actions and in the way they um, esteem themselves. Yeah. Uh, they feel like they're much more noble. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily mm-hmm. in a, in a negative way to look down on others, but that their lineage provides them this nobility. Mm-hmm. And and I think where's, where's the actual middle peoples? There we are. I love men of twilight. For so we reckon yeah, men yeah, yeah, in yeah. our lore. Okay. For so we reckon men in our lore, calling them the high or men of the west, which were Numenorians, 
and the middle peoples, men of the twilight, right? Men of the twilight, men of the uh, of the dwindling, in between, right? Yep. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. in between. Uh, such as are the Rohirrim and their kin that dwell still far in the north. Because we talked about the 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 the, the sort of the, the strand of Numenarian blood that was in the Rohirrim. We talked mm-hmm. about that when we were with them, right? Mm-hmm. And even even just the fact that they were they were bigger guys, right? They were all tall. They were all yeah. imposing. And that they had some kind of distant claim to that bloodline, but it wasn't strong. It was kind of watered down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's cool to that come was, back to that. Uh, okay, I'm so sorry. that that was in the chap that was in the paragraph right above. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, and we love them. Speaking of the Rohirrim, tall men and fair women, valiant, both alike, golden-haired, bright-eyed, and strong. They remind us of the youth of men as they were in elder days. Indeed, it is said by our lore masters that they have from old this affinity with us, that they are come from those same three houses of men as were the Numenorians in their beginning. And he's speaking of the uh, original Adine in the Silmarillion mm-hmm. uh, who fought in that final battle, and that's why they, wow. were, awarded they were awarded the rewarded, island yeah. of Numenor wow. in the first place. So he's thinking, right. I, I think he goes on to say that uh, the, these these men who are the Rohirrim now were distantly related to those original three houses, mm-hmm. even though they weren't actually there, mm-hmm. uh, a part of all the action. Right? Right. They right. Were, they right. Yeah, he says, "Yet such of his sons blood. and people as mm-hmm. went not over the sea into the west yeah. did not he refusing." The call. The call. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> which yeah, which is interesting. So it's it's sort of like loved horses too much. Some of those descendants, some of those who didn't. Oh, did, weren't you know the reward yeah. was there? It was given, and they didn't. Dude, isn't that they fast? Stick. It's just it amazing. is fascinating. It is. It makes me kind of appreciate the, um, the, yeah. the men of Rohan a little bit more. Sure. Just that they're 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 interesting. They're different. He even what confused me at one point was he's talking about how he felt like some of the men of Gondor were. I don't know how, what's what's the word. Let me see if I can find it. How they almost turned back into like they were they were becoming more similar. Uh, to the men of, of like, Rohan, right? Yeah. So he was he was talking about uh, the leader of the Rohan of the Rohirrim, yeah. speaking our language at need, and if they have grown like us, mm-hmm. then in the same regard, we have grown like them. Doesn't it kind of make you think of ants growing treeish <laughs> and trees growing into- a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just this right. this ancient like there's this ancient lineage that. And Tolkien's like hammering this over and over again that if you, I don't know, that if you kind of let your guard on that slip that you can change and become less, but you also have the opportunity to become, it's just crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. He echoes stuff over and over again. Yeah. And right here we go. And can scarce claim any longer the title of high, yeah. the title high. Um, yeah. We are, are become middlemen of the twilight. And how far? But with the memory of other things. Yep. Because... You know, those men of, of Rohan don't have that memory of they were never their yeah. descendants or their their ancestors never went there. Yeah. You know, so there's that that memory couldn't be there because they've never seen it or been there. It's kind of what I'm gathering from it. Yeah. Um, and he's he's also speaking of how they've grown alike in 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 their love for war. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. How warriors yeah. And are And valor yeah. and Harbor, pomp Harbor. and circumstance. For as the Rohirrim do, we now love war. Yeah. Speaking of Gondorians, yeah. we love war and valor as things good in themselves, both a sport and an end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
and he's already yeah. expressed that he doesn't like to slay man or beast need, uh, right. needlessly. Right. Right. Nor it, does he enjoy it when it's needed. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about the stewards. You know, he, when he talks about Boromir being sort of that, uh, that the prowess that he has, that mm-hmm. warrior, you know, like thing, that, necessar- that isn't necessarily what they're always, I guess, that is in, uh, innate in them or something that they, that they strive towards. I mean, he is a, he's intelligent. He's, he's, he's encouraged. They're more encouraged, I guess, to, yeah, I don't know, study, you know, something besides just the art of war. I don't know. It, it seemed like that was something that, that was talked about at some point in here and just how, um, he seems to be like, like he, he's capable. He can handle himself. You know, in in uh, these situations, as you just said, but mm-hmm. but yet he is more of a a wizard. He's more of a scholar. Yep. He's more of a he's he's interested in that kind of stuff. I don't know. Just think it's interesting. Okay, let's see. So yeah, that that kind of answers a lot of my questions. That that actually going through that slower, you know, made more sense to me. Yeah, I think. Oh, it's a lot to digest. So, so hopefully too, that was I mean, yeah. Hopefully that was helpful for for some folks. Oh yeah. Um, I know. Well, people I, have expressed wanting some more background too. Yeah, uh, and so this is cool because we don't always have the time. No, that's why we love Phil, and, and, we, and we love yeah. the, the connections that, that Kurt has, yeah. has brought today. That's, because that's, yeah, it's just able to uh, provide that for people, give it to us, um, and we can really lean on on Kurt to provide us with that that insight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool. It's like sitting with Faramir himself. A couple yeah. of hobbits sitting with Faramir. It sure is. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> Uh, the next bit here, Sam notices that he doesn't talk a whole lot about elves. Mm-hmm. Good old Sam's Sam. always thinking about the always elves, isn't he? wanting to hear he more. <laughs> Love to see him sometimes. Yeah. There's just really yeah, no reference, right? right? You know? yeah. Elves and all, hooray. <laughs> right, right. Um, and he's just not, you know, learned, he says, in, in elven lore. Um, you know, but there you touch upon another point in which we have changed, declining from Numenor to Middle-earth. Uh, for as um, he talks about how, how Gandalf, you know, um, spoke highly of, of, of Elrond, yeah. you know, and he even talks about what it was to say here that they fought beside the elves in the, in the first war. So, yeah. um, well, that's going back to, to some Silmarillion of their alien stuff. Is that what to, to some of their no. reward? Right. I mean, that's some of the, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And, He's and, talking and, about when they, uh, Back when, yeah, and when and the relationship was, you know, uh, was good there. So, but um, and it's and that has changed. It's Mm -hmm. it's another thing that has caused them to be similar to, you know, the other men of this land. And there's not, you know, that that uh, um, I don't know. I wonder are the are the men of the the rangers of the south as close as is Aragorn just himself close with the elves in the north, you know, in Rivendell, or were more of those rangers? close with the elves as well and had more dealings. He does say that they are some among him who have dealings with the elves. Yeah. But it made me think you know, proximity too if just, you know, they might have more contact with them Maybe. up there well, on the north. Just because Aragorn, Aragorn was so closely related to them, I yeah. think anyone, yeah. any rangers that he would have been in contact with would have been more comfortable with that yeah. you know, because of his connection. And yeah. I always, I, this, I might be wrong on this too, but the, the, the rangers of the north, I don't know. I, I should know more about them because I love Aragorn. But they seem more kind of like, uh, there seem like there's less of them. Mm-hmm. They seem more scattered. Uh, and less like like all the all these um, the men of the south all seem so 
I don't know. Like, like they're they're a lot like to me. They remind me of um, the elves in Lothlorien, right? They 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 know what's close by them. They're always at war, and mm-hmm. their their worldview is is kind of more like limited, maybe. You know, whereas the Rangers of the North, they're kind of in and out. I mean, I see Strider was sort of transient. He was all okay. over the place, yep. and it, part of it helped was he was raised by Elrond, right? I mean, oh yeah, yeah you know, yeah, after yeah, his, yeah. but yeah. but I, it is it is interesting. I, that's a good point. Like. It was a proximity because, you know, um, Rivendell's it, up there. I, I don't know. That's, well, that's it, a good what, point. What I'm wondering is, is who is their leader up there? Because right, right yeah. now they're all surrounding the stewards of Gondor, and it seems to be a more coordinated uh, sure. yeah. uh, effort here. Yeah. What's the structure like up there among them? It's like Elrond said, scattered. The hierarchy. Divided, there is one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you still have an established... Uh, I, I was going to say government, but you still have yeah. an, you still have an establishment in the south. Yeah, that yeah. fell the in the been north. Lost. Right, yeah. so it's very scattered and discombobulated. Right. It's not that organized. I mean, you have armies in the south. You don't have that. In the north. And and that's yeah. why Aragorn's rise is is so uh, prophetic too, right? Isn't it? Because he comes from it's it's in the same way that like I don't know that that the flame is rekindled within. Um, um, Anduril, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That the the shards of Narsil are re- oh. reforged from sure. from brokenness comes this this mm-hmm. light in the same way. Oh yeah, you know the north is scattered yeah. and broken and Just shard. The, the northern and, kingdom was yes, broken, and and Aragorn rises from that. I like that as a flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so what were we saying? Oh, so he was explaining why he, yeah. he doesn't include elves, elves. And, and he goes sure. into why elves and men have become estranged. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the new world, uh, as opposed to the way it was before, yeah. um, and and I think a lot. I think that goes back to what we were talking about with why we send men out in ships now. It's because of confusion over time, half memories of the way mm-hmm. things used to be, legends handed down from generation to generation. They know the elves are different; they're kind of powerful, mm-hmm. uh, but because of their separation, mm-hmm. they've lost that contact. And so they're just making up all this nonsense about them. And now we don't understand yeah. them. We don't know them. So we're afraid of them. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of where they landed on. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And even so when there's yeah. one tiny over little... time, over generations. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Kind of like with the elves and the dwarves too. Right. I sure. mean, exactly. Sure. Yeah. They were much closer at one point and then they drifted apart, which and... has got to be a device of Sauron too. Right. They said, you right. divide the, the, the peoples of middle earth and by the arts of the enemy. There you go. Okay. Uh, it's, it's like the one little line that's in yeah. there. Where? Uh, it just says so they. I think I underlined I that. I just even. read it, guys. <laughs> Literally, words like are jumping around like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a big book. A lot of words. <laughs> Is it fought beside the elves in the war within the? Uh, but in Middle Earth, I but in Middle Earth, sure. men and elves became estranged in the days of the darkness mm-hmm. by the arts of the enemy and by the slow changes of time, and also um, just that they walked these different paths. Yeah. They each kind of went to their own. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you know uh, after that great. You know, defeat or win, victory, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, uh, and there's a time of peace. It's even like the like they got sleepy on the watch, yeah. and, and darkness crept back in, and each went to their own devices. You graduate from high school, and you know. Yeah, I don't know, and and also it just says, you know, and by the arts of of the you know mm-hmm. of the enemy. So, okay, yeah. One well, time, especially time and peace makes you more comfortable too, and you naturally lose watch because you think, well, battle's over. Sure. There's no reason for it. And then that's when evil can creep back in. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Unguarded. Yeah. Yes. I love how he says, um, just real quick, when he's talking about the elves, you know, talking about how often men have gone off in secret to Lorien, seldom to return. 
Um, and then he goes on to say, yet I envy you that you have spoken with the white lady. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, that, that mm-hmm. desire he has, like he, he wouldn't mind going to visit Galadriel and seeing mm-hmm. what all the, mm-hmm. uh, what all the legends are about. <laughs> and this is where Sam comes in. He, he talks about how unparalleled, I, I love this little bit, um, compares her to a daffodowndilly, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing is a, uh, a distant relative of a daffodil. Small and slender-like, hard as diamonds, soft as moonlight, warm as sunlight. It's, you know, Sam getting all poetic, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. just trying to describe her beauty, and Famer puts it perilously fair. Yep. I don't know about perilous. It strikes me that folk tales with, um, that folk takes their peril with them into Lorien. This was amazing, I thought. And finds it there because they brought it. But perhaps you could call her perilous because she's so strong in herself. You, you could dash yourself to pieces on her like a ship on a rock or drown yourself like a hobbit in a river, but neither rock nor river would be to blame. Now, Boro, that's where he gets into uh-huh. Boromir and it leads into... Uh, yeah, it, to- it totally does. He's, he's basically, you know, uh, this is him revealing... Stop talking, Sam. <laughs> he stopped himself right there. Save me. He should have <laughs> just stopped himself. Uh, yeah, and so he, he reveals that uh, Boromir's longing for the ring yeah right so from the moment he first saw it he wanted the enemy's ring mm-hmm. he's talking about that that was the peril that he took into you know and that Galadriel saw in him it is kind of interesting that this is like in, indirectly this is the lady Galadriel influencing the course of events even uh-huh. here just because yeah. she was she left such a mark on Sam that he wasn't able to stop he got carried away with her beauty and then here sure. he is talking about Boromir oh mm-hmm. crap but in the end, it, it ends worked. up being a good thing. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like her influences oh. even in that. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. Crazy, yeah, huh? I get that. That's good. Yeah. So, you know. I, mean, um, I may have made it up. I don't know. But it's just. No, it's she's, she's pervasive. She's Works all for me. over the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and we're at we're at the end here. I mean, he, he yeah. basically kind of, um, you know, gets on himself, scolds himself a little bit. And Frodo is kind of like, what? You know, he doesn't say that, but that's what I'm in my head. I'm like, yeah, his mouth's just what? open. Yeah, just yeah. unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, so it seems, uh, said Faramir slowly and very softly with a strange smile. Um, so that is the answer to all the riddles. The one ring that was thought to have perished uh, from the world. And, and so now he has it and he understands it. And uh, but, but he goes on to, to kind of... Uh, isn't this where he he stands and, and it seems as if he's he's coming mm-hmm. to take it, just like Boromir, you know? Yeah. And it's almost like he's he scares them just a little bit, right? They they yeah. kinda hop up and, and what happens. Over their he, swords even. And he almost he kinda laughs, right? It, yeah. it's it's to um he wants to show his quality, right? And and, and he kind of just had a little moment with him. It is a it is a jest, right? I mean that's yeah. that's what you guys were getting from yeah i was even maybe thinking it was just the way the hobbits were seeing it the way they took it because he stood up and just walked yeah yeah and they're thinking like oh crap okay because just the the slight edginess of the environment and the history of of fortune a chance for faramir captain of gondor to show his yeah he's kind of speaking of you right so maybe he is jessing and their interpretation is oh god yeah i i I think he's I, i think he's verbalizing what he sees as the ring is doing uh-huh okay the ring was there okay boromir tried to take it his brother of all people tried mm-hmm. to take it mm-hmm. yep. to save their city mm-hmm. yeah he died yeah. because of it and that ring somehow made its way all the way down to boromir's brother yeah and the, the yeah. irony of the situation yeah even the fate 
how could it how could it be yeah and then there they are yeah just mm-hmm. out in the wild no one knows you're there Two little bitty hobbits. Yeah. I've got 200 men here. Right. I see all those things. I see the jest. I, I see could. the... No, yeah. I'm seeing he's, this now. Yeah. yeah, so I think he's verbalizing not to scare them and maybe not even to show them. He may just be thinking out loud. Yeah, sure. He's like, this uh, is unreal that yeah. this has happened. What are the so odds? What are the odds that yeah. this would have happened this yeah. way? Yeah. But also, is he not calling out, like, like, like you said, it's almost like he is... A pretty stroke um, of fortune. The ring yeah. is working behind the curtain, and he just pulled the curtain down on the ring and yeah. said, "Yep, I see. Well, look at what you're trying to do. Look at you. Look pants, at you there trying to pants because, are down, ring because he because he laughs. Like yeah, a pretty stroke of fortune, a chance for Faramir, captain of Gondor, yeah, yeah. to show his quality. Exactly huh. what the ring would. want. Yeah, and he just laughs. Yeah, yeah almost like he's very mocking Tom. the ring. Good he's kind of mocking the ring. Yeah, it's very Tom. It is very Tom. He just laughs at it. You have no power here. Yeah, I mean, you have yeah. no power. Here. This can't go understand. It's it's a big deal. <laughs> you know, it's it is it's a, a big very deal. different. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know. It's it's what makes Faramir so I interesting did, and I, cool. I never would have made that compare. It is like Tom. He's laughing in the face of the ring, saying, mm-hmm. "You think you're going to get me this way, but I'm Faramir." Yep. Right. Drop the mic. Throw it. Throw it over the falls. You're not going to get me. And then he he does bring up his words previously. He said, "Not if I, mm-hmm. not if I found it on the highway." This is where you said as, you know, yeah. he laid that thought Truth back speakers. there right. yep, and brought it back here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boast seldom yeah. and then perform or die in the attempt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm repairing the, the, uh, the reputation of Gondor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Man, almost, almost as big of a role in redeeming Gondor as Aragorn. Coming back as king. I mean, this moment right here could change the entire story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. it's, 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 it's huge. It's, it's, it's massive. There is it's no massive. one to stop him from taking right. that right now. And it's very fitting that and There's actually guy, a lot of pull, air quote, yeah, pull yeah. from the ring to do it. It set up a beautiful it's, table it's, you know, it, yep. for him to eat from. And, yep. and he said, Come no. get it. And it's just funny. It's, uh, so this, I mean, because we, we talk about the, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom being divided. And then how this ranger from the one. north uh-huh. and this steward from the south work in tandem, unknowingly, yeah. of each other's work towards this. To reunite that kingdom. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, that's good. It's crazy awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, I think the last little bit here, I, I just, not to breeze through it, but they eventually kind of, unless, stop me if you want to, the, there's more here, but they basically go back to their seats and they're, you know, they're quiet and um, they return to their, the men turn to their drinks, etc. You know, th- they eventually get some, some sleep, right? Um mm-hmm. And is that is that the end of the chapter? I mean, is there more to this? Like, there, bro. Yeah, yeah he's, mm. he's shocked a little bit, right? Um, mm. he, this is where he does tell him exactly where he's going to go, right? Yeah, yeah. Frodo kind of yeah. gives up. Yeah. So, yeah. The hobbits are back to their seats. He almost, he almost collapsed, collapsed, doesn't he? He, he, he kind of from yeah. the shock wearing off. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. And, and, and it is caught. He, carry him. Yeah. Over? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Farmer says, "Look, it's it's getting late." We've been through a lot here. Why yeah. don't you guys go get some rest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, we're just going to have to go our separate ways. Oh, by the way, what is your way? Frodo's like, all right, fine. I've got to take the ring. Throwing it in, man. i got to take it to the Gulf of it's, Doom. Yeah. Family's like, okay, good idea. Um, <laughs> get, get, right. go, good night. Shock. See you in the morning. Right. What a, 
<laughs> I mean, of everything that's, 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 that's like mentioned, you know, and he's passing out like as he's saying it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's almost like you. I would love to the, the pickup after that. He goes over and yeah. is like, "Holy smoke!" Of everything that, was, that I was just told, do you think that, that was, last little bit was huge? Was the biggest yeah. part. Do you think that's it? the inspiration that that him collapsing like that was uh, Elijah Wood's inspiration in the movies for doing the whole eye rolling up in the back of the head. Oh, I got yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Because he does that. He and, does. And behind the fall. I mean, he does it like when the all throughout right the movie. Chest, but yeah, yeah right. he does it. His eyes kind of roll part. back. Yeah. There, there is that line is that you brought up. I think uh, that's a ring thing though. Several times. I think so too. Yeah, it's probably, it probably is. But I can say, it's Sam talking to um, uh, Faramir and he says, but I can say this, you have an air too, sir. That reminds me of, of, I'm doing it right now. I'm almost crying right now. Of well, Gandalf of Wizards, and I wrote down yeah. there. I said, "I'm not crying. You're crying." Yeah, I'm because it just like it got me. I was I had forgotten that line was there. Yeah. If I ever even remembered it, and I read that, and I was like, "God!" And then he says, "Because the oh God, well, we we missed this part." So he has the air of Wizards. Because Faramir says way earlier that Frodo so, has a certain has an air, elvish, air, elvish air, air. and yes. and I wonder. Is that what we've always talked about, his connection to elves? Mm-hmm. Or is that because he's got the ring with him? Which is crafted by an elf? I don't know. Perception, whatever. But then also how Faramir says, um, you know, you have an heir of Numenor. It's just... it's just oh, Crazy. Yeah, it, it is. It's crazy good is what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, Holy cow. I can't believe we finished this. I know. It was, it was, a, it was how, a task. How long have we been going here? Uh, for a long time, are we past three? We are at almost. There's no <sighs> way you can use all of that. Oh yeah, two oh, episodes. Yeah. Oh, We're doing two episodes. I, I, I can just do like a little bridge in the middle, and I can do a part one and a part two. I love that. Yeah. That's probably good. And idea. so and I so that. that's why I wanted us that's to really fitting. just take our time, you know, yes. through it. And I can either release it at the same time, or we can release it separately, whatever <laughs> we want to do. So we'll kind of see <laughs> two parter. Yeah. So we've I only s- done that once before. I still have so yeah. much that we didn't get into. Well, let's talk about it. You got cool connections. We haven't done. Uh, cool connections yeah, we yet. haven't done that because do cool I've got some conceptual yeah. ideas here. Uh, my personal observation on, yeah. on, uh, take your good time to get it to us. Yeah. Tolkien's view on, well, you know, maybe he was using Fairmere to express his larger view on, on good yeah. and how good can be corrupted if unguarded. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, absolutely. I read that on your notes, and I we need to. Yeah. Need okay. To talk about that. So, that's interesting. Cool yes. Connections. Yeah. So that that brought he he used a pretty grand stage to tell that, you know, that interpersonal, maybe conflict. I, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, I mean, well, well, he, well, no, about, he wasn't big on allegory. He was bigger a, on application. Yep. Applicability. And this I is, was just going to yeah. say, you apply that it's to your applicable. life. Yes, it is. Yeah. Right. And that is that doesn't dumb. Um, that doesn't pigeonhole into any one religion. It doesn't pigeonhole into any one culture. That is a human sure. um, yeah. conflict, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the the right thing versus the wrong thing. You know, trying to to be your best and do what what you believe is right, or you know, everyone else is kind of slacking. Yeah. Do I have to? Do I really have to keep to guard my heart? Man, whatever. I mean, I mean, that's why the men of. Num- I mean, he describes that's why the men of Numenor fell in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is because th- they assumed that the enemy was banished yeah. when he wasn't. Yeah, you know, right. You they know assumed he was eliminated. He was only temporarily banished. Yeah. Right. Something that was interesting. I don't know where this happened out in the chapter, and I love this. We're just going to take a second here to to digest all this chapter. 
he talks about, Faramir says at one point, that he wonders how his brother fell. And did he fall? And he believes that he fell, that he, that he did some good in the end. Right? Because he, 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 remember, yes. when he's asking Frodo in the beginning about um, his death, and, or asking him more about it, he, he's already had the vision that, he, that he's died. I can't remember where it's at. But it, it, what, what it makes me think of is that like, he didn't quite know how he died. He didn't know that he, that he, um, you know, he learns a little bit that there's this strife between Frodo, but Frodo can't tell him Boromir's last, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, action and, and, and how, you know, uh, I don't know how, how he won him, you know, or I, I don't know how he redeemed himself or how he was, you know, how he still kind of uh, fell as this... Um, as being someone who's in the light. I don't know how to explain that really. Yeah. No, but you know I, what I'm saying? I, someone I who's still good because I that. what I'm, I'm reading here is you said, uh, your concept, you said interesting that we see Faramir's wisdom and understanding of the world in his acceptance that his beloved brother could fall from, um, good to evil. And it made me think when you just fall, did he fall in good or did he fall in evil? You know, what was his outcome? And he doesn't really know. Faramir okay. doesn't, but he believes that whatever it was, he did some good before he left, before I, it was over. Isn't I think it? so. Um, I, I don't think this is the exact part you're referring to. I can't yeah. seem to find it. But he, he did mention that he he believes that Boromir has passed down the river to the sea, which means that yeah. he believes that Boromir has gone on to the west, Yeah, which okay. would be a good ending. That's a good, yeah. 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 At a minimum. Right, right. Yeah. It was, yeah, and that is kind of, you know, the, the ultimate, that's what he needed in this vision. He sees that, and that's, well, he sees it. I say vision, but, you know, but I'm, I'm thinking about, mm, it's just that last act, you know, like he's, he do, Frodo cannot give him the answers as to the very last moments of his life, and how, you, you remember how Aragorn mm. treated him at the end, and, yeah. and talked about how he, even though he stumbled there at the end, he still you know, um, died in such a yeah. way that was, that was honorable, that, 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 uh, would bring honor to his family well, and to his house. And, and I then, think that's something that Faramir has to wonder about a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think this is something that you're, I don't think this is the line that you're talking about, but he talks about the expression on his face. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's his face. And he talks about how that was a good, he must've been, Yeah, he must've almost like, I'm, I'm calling it like dying in the light, but he must've because of how good he looked yes. there. That, yes. that, I don't know. I don't know if you can... If you I have it, it underlined somewhere because you know, you know me. It just, it just struck me. And maybe someone in this is why we have, uh, you know, you guys in the book club just to kind of go back and, and uh, uh, take a look at that and see if there's anything there. And, you know... Yeah, no, it was, it was the expression on his face that it was... Yeah. Dang it, where is that? That's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll keep look talking. At it later. I'll keep looking. It's just such a long... You Are you confusing movie with book <laughs> i sometimes i, I remember. remember it today I, like i was when i was driving down i thought i thought to myself i was thinking I about it yeah and i was thinking i was thinking about just that um and i think it was in, towards the beginning of the chapter when he was questioning frodo or when they were talking about it. maybe it was the maybe it was the vision he had too but maybe alas it is a crooked fate that seals your lips who saw him last and holds from me that which i long to know what was in his heart and thought in his latest hours? Whether he erred or no, of this I am sure. He died well, achieving some good thing. His face was more beautiful there. even than in life. There it is. Thank you. Yeah. But do you, so 
if you if you as you read over that a little bit more, do you? What I'm taking from that is that Frodo can't answer that question. What was in his heart at the last? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but forgive me, I failed you all. No, poor man. Yeah, but you the, fought bravely. It feels like the vision or whatever that was that he saw his face gives him peace. Yeah, and he and you. It's almost like you don't need to know all the time. Because I imagine if a loved one had died in war, what I was getting to is like if you had a son who went off to war sure, yeah. and died, what was in their heart when they were gone? And you mm-hmm. can only imagine that when they can't, that, that uh, you know, death can bring peace sometimes. If there was suffering and war and things were going on, that now they're at peace. And then you can only imagine that they were doing, that their their heart was in the right place and they were in a, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just was trying to make that, make that uh, yeah, and for, connection. And for Bormir specifically, that he shook that, uh, you know, he, I mean, he tried to get it from Frodo, but Frodo was able to get away, and he redeemed himself by, by in the end, doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And really, we talked about this way back when the Fellowship split. Someone had to do that, almost, it seems like. They, they didn't know where they were. Aragorn had no idea what to do. He felt very un-Aragorn-like, which I also think was some, some play by fate. Mm-hmm. I think yep. that, that that delay happened on purpose because maybe it allowed Boromir to do what he had to do. Allowed it to develop. Yeah. Um, because Frodo... And, and it also it made Frodo more wary of... of You know, even... I, I think we were, we were talking about how we talked about his wit with, with Faramir and his mm-hmm. kind of lack to let Faramir in all the way. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a, is a, in large part because the situation, obviously, but because of that background uh, experience with Boromir, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. your, your brother tried to kill me. It's going to take a lot for you to earn my trust. And maybe that did something for Faramir too. Maybe that made him want to prove his, his metal even more. It's just the, the ripple effect is kind of crazy. Yeah. If you yeah, think about that, yeah. um, but yeah, that 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 Boromir ultimately he he came back to the light. It's kind of like a Darth Vader type thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, in a yeah, lot yeah. of ways, in like his he, last, yeah, it's, sure, it's, it's different, I guess. But his no, last just, act yeah, is, last, is something yeah. good. What is it that defending those hobbits? And we'll get there later. There's yeah. there's more, you yeah. know, that Faramir is going to learn and, and things and conversations that he'll have. But anyways, I just thought it was interesting. I, I love that. Yeah, man. Try to remember that that line. Any other uh, cool connections, takeaways you had just in the chapter, Kurt? Um, um, just my own personal observation, mm-hmm. um, uh, the way we were just talking about whether Tolkien writes for mm-hmm. allegory or applicability, and it's very clear that he writes for applicability. Yeah. And I think, uh, that maybe he was using Faramir, uh, a little bit to illustrate maybe his own larger point of view, uh, that evil can indeed corrupt even that which is revered as most good and true if that good is left unguarded yeah uh Faramir explained that uh the uh, unguarded nature of the men of gondor is partly why they fell mm-hmm. so yeah just like gondor didn't guard itself from decay into its own wickedness on the basis that it gondor was impervious to evil and darkness being that it was founded by the sons of elendil he of most noble repute being of Numenor, Boromir, Gondor's most beloved and reputable son, mm. was corrupted by the allure of strength and power that could potentially be obtained by possessing the ring. Yeah, wow. Boromir did not guard his heart against the evil that will ever seek to tear down that which is good. Mm. So maybe there is more spiritual context to this 
piece of the story than you might think at first. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. it's not uncommon in Christianity uh, to think that evil can more easily corrupt the unguarded heart. We sure, both yeah. know that mm-hmm. Tolkien had a Catholic Christian yep. background. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, the more easily corrupt the unguarded heart uh, than that which stays fixated on what is right and good. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, which we see all throughout this chapter in Fairman. Yeah. He exhibits yeah. this unwavering commitment to what he believes is right and good. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think Tolkien's offering that up as evidence that uh, there is still some good that's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else says that later on in the book, I think. Mm-hmm. It's Glandorf, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, uh, let me tell you what. Um, yeah, that's no, and it's as, spot as on. As you're saying that, too, I'm thinking about, you know, so not only is he waging this battle to guard his, his heart, Faramir, teaching us that lesson, but physically he's out on the edge of the kingdom. Guarding you know, it. Guarding the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, he's doubly worn out. He's yeah. doing it physically to try and reclaim that guard that was lost and he's resisting the biggest temptation you know the one that it's just the irony is crazy too because because Warmere he he really did want to use that ring for good I mean he had he had the best of intentions right but yeah you know what happens with that so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah probably wouldn't have panned out no right right right, right. I wonder where, what he would have where he would have worn the ring like what finger middle <laughs> it would have been a right hand ring I think yeah. it'd been a right hand ring. Right yeah. hand ring. And probably power. Middle yeah. finger? Middle finger? Just to give it to Sauron kind I, of a deal. Maybe. No, I think he would have first finger. First finger? Yeah. Number yeah. one. Yeah. Condor yeah. number one. Power. <laughs> Weird. Number one. <laughs> I would have pierced it to my nipple, I think. Did I say Shit, that last time? I think you've said it before. Yes. I think it should be always be said now. Okay. okay. It's happened two okay. episodes in a row. It's Wait. now a thing. All right. I, We're going for a third. Jax Black did give himself a Prince Albert with it. If you guys have seen that, oh, I've Easter seen egg. the, I've seen the, yeah, the, <laughs> yo, Frodo, eyes up here, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> good grief, I never thought that'd make it onto the podcast. Here I never thought that that reference would make it. Jack Black, uh, funny. Uh, oh, geez. Any other cool connections? No, man, you guys, you guys nailed it. Um, this this has been so much fun. I'm glad that we took time to. Me too. To get lost in the chapter too, because I think sometimes, and sometimes you know, we feel like we gotta, we gotta do a chapter, an episode, which yeah, is, we gotta is, rush it. is good too. But yeah. um, uh, it's fitting that we're you know we're here with Faramir and that we're we're taking time, we're we're guarding our There's hearts. In this, if it's you a, will. it's an important character, and it's someone who, who you really want to. Well, I think because he's changed so much, the, like mm-hmm. the films and the, yeah. what most people under who most people understand Faramir to be is not truly who he is. Mm-hmm. So maybe what we're doing here, yeah, is we're sort of, uh, you guys are drawing it to attention, I don't know, some of the changes that were made and maybe why he's a, he's a more elevated character in the stories. Like he is a, some, someone to aspire to be. He's not like this, um, you know, this guy who's following his brother's footsteps. He's very different. He's his own person. He's mm-hmm. not a main character, but I yeah. think he's a very significant mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. in that he is displaying in part what we're fighting for. Yeah. 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 Well said. Well said. 
Uh, wow. No. Okay. Well, um, as long as uh, everyone's spoken their piece, we'll get into Bywater Post. Okay. So um, you guys have already heard uh, Kurt's uh, Tolkien story, uh, as it were, um, in the Bywater Post. So we thought we'd take a little bit of time just to kind of talk to Kurt about his life, his history, mm-hmm. his time in Athelion, mm. uh, yeah. whatever he wants to talk about. Life this outside is, of Tolkien? Is there such a is thing? There, is there a thing? Yeah. It's pretty boring. Yeah. yeah. You know, we learned some interesting things, though. We did. Lane um, and I did today. We learned your, the first time you met Fi. Oh, okay. My She's going to hear this. Fi Jones. Um, Fi so, Jones. Kelly, next time I'm I see totally you. I'm totally calling her that, by the so, way. Next time I see you, I will address you by your true name, which is embroidered into your T-shirts. Sure. Okay. Let me start. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. I sort of stole your thunder there. I'm sorry. For Coming her. up on 14 years of marriage uh, this year to the lovely Kelly. I was uh, learning how to drive when you guys got married. We got we got married in uh, 05. It's awesome. Uh-huh. Um, we dated for... I don't know, like, Have you known each other 20 years? Uh, Close to it. We dated for like four years before that. Holy cow. So yeah, it's coming okay. up on it. <laughs> All right. It's coming up on it. That is so cool, by the way. That's I love just, it. And Sarah, when, you told, when you're telling that story, story to Goldberry, she lit up. She loves those stories yeah. of... Yeah. You know, oh, love standing the test of time. Who doesn't love that? Oh, oh, over over a bowl of pumpkin soup and salted rye in the yeah, kitchen yeah, earlier yeah. tonight. As the question came up. Do. Yeah. So, how did you meet? Yeah. Uh, we, um, I was in high school. She was in college. She's a year and a half older than I am. Uh, we worked at the same mall back where we were from. All right. So I was on break from the movie theater, just strolling down the mall as young boys are wont to do. Mm-hmm. Saw a pretty girl. Uh, in the local CD shop, yep. used to be called Disc Jockey. Yep. That was the name of it. Yep. So, not as prolific, not as prolific as they used to be. Yeah. Those CD shops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you don't want really to see me of those. Right, right. So I strolled in, started up a conversation. Oh. Yeah. And were you uh, asking about albums? Were you like, "Hey, where's Salt and Pepper? Uh, got I, any?" Honestly, Leonard I, Skinner. She'll confirm this either way, but I'm pretty sure uh, she started a conversation by asking me. Do you need any help? I think she's no. She asked me if I'd seen any good movies lately. I think is what classic, it was. dude. Because I clearly worked at the movies. I was wearing right. a bow tie and a vest, right? right? Oh, but that's a classic yeah. line. Yeah. Seen any good movies lately? Right? Yeah, yeah. I see, I'm okay. pretty sure that's how it went. That's so, great. so yeah, I was an idiot. I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm talking to this girl. Yeah. She's got this polo on. Yep. Uh, disc jockey apparently at some point along the line had been bought out by Fye. Yep. For your entertainment, <laughs> shout out. So she has Fye embroidered <laughs> on her shirt, and of course I asked. Oh, so how, how do you say your name? Is that Fi? And and that's how we met. And she still to this day will tell you that that was her cue that she should have turned around and walked away. But love it. but she, she didn't. Sucked in. She signed on. Sucked in. And here she is, that's like so twenty awesome. years later. Still dealing with my nonsense. Oh, it's so great! What a beautiful story. Yeah, it was good. It's we got so we got we got married um, right after I joined the army. Uh, yeah. so, so you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I was I was in the yeah. army. Uh, I was a military police in the army from August of '04 through the end of '09. Uh, we got married uh, that spring of '05. Uh, hmm. We lived in Georgia. Wow. Uh, yeah, Fort Stewart, yeah. Georgia. What Bulldogs, part of, part of Georgia. The third ID is that by. <laughs> so is that by uh, where is? Um, it's near Savannah. 
Savannah. Okay. Yeah. By the ocean then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. close. Spent a lot of time down on River Street in Savannah. If there's anyone down there, you know what I'm talking Shout about. Shout out. St. Paddy's Day on River Street. Everything green? Everything's green. Everything mean. Even the river's green. I love that. It's a Chicago thing. It's too. a honking good that. time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Wow. So I lived in Georgia and... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and where, when you were you in the grow? Army, yeah. you, you went actually to Iraq. This is what I thought was super... Yeah. You know, I couldn't believe just part of your life we didn't know about. I was yeah. sort of like shocked mm-hmm. that you... You dropped it today in the kitchen. Yeah. We were like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I um, I was in Mosul, Iraq uh, from December 05 to December 06. And we went to uh, Afghanistan in the spring of 08 through the end of summer 09. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oh, well, Kelly signed on. Bless her heart. Yeah, as as a you know, as soon as yeah. I started this thing, and I asked her to marry me. And she said yes, and she knew what she was signing up for. Yeah, um, and so man, uh, so she's, um, she's tough. She she did very well. Yeah. Yeah. She was very strong and very supportive uh, yeah. while I was gone. Uh, and she held down the fort here. Well, plus she's so older than you, good. so she is a cougar. She's a Freddy cougar, if you will. <laughs> oh Kelly, God. we'll like that. She'll uh, appreciate that. That's just for you. Um, uh, so, you know, you, you talk about, uh, and we talk about Tolkien's uh, friendships, that the bonds that he made, um, you know, in World War One. In, in your time in the in the Army, what kind of friendships were formed? Did you have? Lifelong bonds. Yeah. Even though a lot of the communication has been severed for various reasons. Yeah. I mean, it's people that you'll never forget. Yeah. Experiences that you got to share that you will absolutely never forget. Mm, Right. And if you ever ran into one of those people or ever heard from them and they needed something. Right. There's no doubt. So does that, does that also remind you of of the fellowship? Very much. Yeah. Very much. I would would think going through, going through circumstances and scenarios that you just, when you go through it together and you experience mm-hmm. the hardness or or the joy right. uh, or the sadness yeah. together, yeah. that nothing brings people together closer uh, than right. going through experiences like that. And you wow. know, and, and we we you know we went through uh, hard times. Uh, we went through sad sure. times when we lost people, um, and we went through some scary times. Yeah, we no didn't doubt. know what was going to happen. No doubt. In a few hours, you know, we didn't we didn't really know how this whole thing was going to turn out. Uh, and, and that, that brings you together. And yeah. so, yeah, I can, I can relate to what's happening in this book we're reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, based Sounds like on the last the ex- 11 days for them. Based on the experiences that they are sharing together. Yeah. Right. I can, I can understand. Yeah. So that, that does, I guess I probably hadn't even yeah put that. I, well, I hadn't even really a, yeah. made that connection, it's, but. And it's a cool connection to Tolkien that you have too. And I guess anyone, anyone who's served, you know, served their country. Mm-hmm. in that capacity yeah. um yeah and just the correlation too you know war is war <laughs> and uh yeah wild um where'd you grow up man i grew up in tennessee oh yeah northeast yeah. tennessee uh-huh. uh right there Smokies. in uh yes uh right there in cumberland gap where kentucky virginia oh, and tennessee meet beautiful country yeah low is. rolling tree covered hills uh some valleys, of the oldest mountains rivers, in the world uh, the appalachian mm-hmm. mountains yep really nice yep Yep, Smokies, uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, you might be familiar with. Yeah. It's probably about an hour Never heard of it. northeast of those. So I do have a serious question. 
Do you have a serious question? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sasquatch. Real or feigned? You've seen Sasquatch, haven't you? Real. He said that yeah. guys without any hesitation. I mean, he hesitated because yeah. he got a, he had to get close to the mic, but he said real. 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 Is that because of your <clears throat> military knowledge or your because of your true experiences? Yeah. I want to believe. Okay. Oh, okay, so he's an X Files fan too. Well, Chase McKinney will appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I mean, yeah. We if you haven't had any encounters, what are you gonna do? You know, I'm why sure. not? You hear what other people say, and hey, yeah, man, why we not? could we could go out here and find something. Oh, I'm sure there's some stuff out here right around. I got, yeah, in the shop, I'll show yeah. you a picture later, dude. The roads um, I took to get here. Oh yeah. yeah there's yeah, something out there. Something, yeah. So you absolutely, uh, yeah. Um, get, get your, uh, get your hand reel out. You know what I mean? is really out in the middle of yeah, nowhere. <laughs> hey, the borders of the Shire are a wild place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially the uh, North farthing. So I have a question for you. What do you, uh, can you name the place you work for now? Your place of employment? No. What do you do for a living? <laughs> I'm in marketing. Excellent. Excellent. Uh-huh. Cool. I'm Is in marketing like- for a growing chain of convenience stores. Beautiful. It's great. Beautiful. It's fantastic. That may or may not have originated here in the great state of Ohio. Yeah. And your, oh, I didn't know that. And your wife, Kelly, works in the same place. She does work for the same said company. And you, uh, we're kind of bragging on her. She uh, is higher up in the hierarchy than you are is this <laughs> yeah. common knowledge it's yeah love that man yeah. truly truly a and fair she's awesome yeah truly she's a tough gal yeah, yeah. she's very strong she's very motivated i love she's how very driven i yeah. love how blunt she is she's very smart yeah she's very forthcoming yes mm-hmm. i love that about her nearly to a fault is the, yeah she is has that, yeah. I don't know. Is that a, she yeah. has grown Mm-hmm. I think over the years yeah. and matured to restrain it at times when yeah. needed Good for her. Yeah. I have figured it out yet. Her nature, her won't, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. This is just to let you know. It's great, man. And that's, that's awesome. good. It's great. And, no I, and, I, and I dig that. Yeah. yeah. Clearly yeah. it's good. Cause you know, I'm, I've hung around. Absolutely. <laughs> and you have two beautiful boys. We do Connor Cooper, three and six about to be four and seven. Uh, and they love Winnie. They love Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That, that a lot they of were, yep. uh, two weeks ago when we had our unexpected, baby shower is that what it's called for crotch fruit number two uh, i just remember oh, them one. hiding under the table oh they winnie blast. winnie monster run yeah. and then just winnie thinking she's like i'm gonna catch him one of these times and man just didn't know uh, eventually she outsmarted him and just kind of waited, waited for them to come back around yeah, yeah. which one is was four, just so was closer cool. to four uh, oh. Cooper. Cooper is Cooper's the younger, younger one. Yeah, yeah, long curly okay. hair. Man, that hair. Blonde. Yeah, They've both got blonde hair. Yeah. They gotcha. might be real hair. Yeah, yeah. They might hey, be. Yeah. They might yeah, be. That makes sense. I'm dark haired though. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. well, you're from Gondor. So I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, those two, That's I love those two. They're, awesome. they're the light of my life. Yeah. I love those two boys. That's great. Beautiful, man. Um, What else? This is your platform, brother. You yeah, oh do you want to push your um supplement that you're that you're currently um <laughs> developing my supplement supplement yeah are curtail. you making stuff up huh? he's got oh. a, a power supplement called curtail yeah. don't you huh? what huh? oh that's in development okay yeah. never mind that's, curtail yeah curtail it's, a, it's like an they're energy, making stuff up curtail. supplement they're curtail. making stuff up on me i i some, something happened before the podcast i don't know what it, it curtails your lack of energy okay see i'm just I, it's over my head curt yeah. Ale, yeah. A-L-E. It's That's a drink. It. Get it? I'm done. Maybe. <laughs> well, all I know is... Uh, well, uh, can, can I say something real quick? So sure. on that note, since that went over my head, you know what's <laughs> gone over my head for years? Uh, for your entertainment. 
Oh my, really? <laughs> no, that, as no. Wait, you, you know what FYE stood for? No, I had no idea. Is that what it actually stands yeah. for? Yeah. It's, it's a play on for your information. Yeah. FYE. <laughs> FYI. Guys, guys, for your entertainment. Did you, I wrote it down because I was like, "Nah, shut up." I was like, "I gotta look that up." <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." That, That's good. I was like, "It's just, it's just FYE." <laughs> I love when so Ez does this because I go, "I'm not alone, man. I'm not alone." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I, I legitimately did not know. I've been day. in that store. I was, yeah. I loved it, and I, was, yeah. but I had no clue. Well, they don't really advertise it very well, do no, they? No, they just abbreviate but, their name because yeah. they're so cool. I don't think they have like commercials. It's, yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> I mean, what would they, the commercial be? Just some guy rummaging through some CDs. <laughs> yeah, and people would go, really sure. "What is he doing with his what, fingers? What are those things?" <laughs> can I just say? Can I, can I just say something before we before we finish up? I don't. I just want to let you guys. Know I don't how much know. I appreciate we, the invite. Oh, of course. Come man. over. Yeah. Be a part of the. Be a part of the fun. Can we keep rolling here? Can we just keep going for hours? Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> I could keep going. I mean, really. Uh, I just, I really do. Like, yeah. I listen to the podcast. been listening to it since you started. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a big fan, man. Mm-hmm. I love this group of people mm-hmm. that we've assembled, mm-hmm. all the friends I've made, and mm-hmm. all the people we get to communicate with and interact with and, and share our passion, yeah. you know, that yeah. we all care a lot about and offer our inputs and gosh there's just very little to no negativity yeah. that goes on in this group it's just fantastic. I, haven't, I haven't sniffed any yet have you and i, mean, I it's just and i like i'm just really excited to be here to talk about it with you because yeah we, when i listen to the podcast in the car i'm i'm talking out loud. you are talking yeah. t- i talk yeah. out and loud i can't be the only one i know other people do it if nope. you do it yeah good for you own it yeah. it's totally cool i do it <laughs> i'm i'm in the car like no, 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 go back. You missed a line. Right, you got, right how up. did you miss that? And yeah. I love that because that's what we envision. We, or we're, like, we're, yes, good idea. Or I'll just blurt it out. Oh, I didn't even think of that. We're Because yeah. we're, we're yeah. sitting here too and we're imagining you guys doing just that. And we've heard yeah. Yeah. we've heard so many people, Kurt, tell us that, that yeah, they're, they're screaming at their, <laughs> at their radio in the car or they're at work and they, uh, they work in an office job. Someone just messaged us today and said, my coworkers probably thought I was nuts because I started bursting out laughing for for them no reason but because i was you know enjoying the conversation <laughs> or good. they they yell out something that um and that's great that's what that's what book clubs are yeah, all they, about they it's all connect, about the interaction they, they yeah. correct us when we're wrong because well, it happens or, or, the, or the, time. the pronunciations like sure yeah as it's yeah you know in tapestry tapes well you got to brooch the subject somehow and 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 that and that 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 makes us feel really good because that is the whole reason we started this was so yeah. we could hang out, we could yeah. spend more time together, and then a, a, an amazing byproduct of that has been just this community that you guys have formed. We that. noticed it right away with people like Kurt, though. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, people yeah. who want, and I was like, man, those guys are cool, and I want to be their friends. Yep. Like I want to be yeah. friends with them, like because it. Uh, We've bragged on it. We think it's. We wanted to continue the positivity, sharing of information. It's so amazingly cool and it doesn't happen a whole lot in the world that we live in yeah. anymore so it's like nice to have it's very refreshing and and just super cool and so, i almost yes and i, so I thank I, you kurt that yeah means and, a lot to us and i almost think that what, what's going on is we're kind of fulfilling the prophecy of, of tolkien here a little bit right he, he talked about how all these people had been divided yeah right? because of their differences or because of just time mm-hmm. and what we're what we're doing together as a group is we're coming together over great distances yeah uh over you know different backgrounds um different worldviews and we're a group that's there yeah. to support one another no matter what and welcome 
everyone who comes in that door, you know, uh, right through that round door. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And like, um, we're, we're just, we are so excited just to be a part of it. Like everybody, mm-hmm. everybody yeah. else. So it's, um, it's exciting. Yeah. So exciting. It, 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 I can't think about it too much because it blows my mind. And, uh, yes, it does. And it, <laughs> we and often it, sit around here and we have and almost 700 just, members just in the Facebook yeah, group. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember when it was 150. Right. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And, and, and it's great. And I can't keep up with all of it. And, and that's good because, you know, some, you, 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 when you go to book clubs in real life, I've only been to a couple meetings ever. Yeah. So that's why this is also amazing. You know, you go in and you, you connect with a few real close. And then there are others that you see and you're like, ah, yeah, I remember that comment they made. I can't remember their name off the top of my head. I want to get to know them better, you know? And that's the cool thing is we have, we have plenty of time. We got plenty of Tolkien books to go through and Mm -hmm. many years we want to do this. And and that long expected party eventually is going to, we're going to run out of field in the Shire and bring tents in and it's going to happen and yeah. barrels from the South Farling, you know, and, yes. and uh, there's, yes. there's no so, lack of field space. No, no. <laughs> uh-uh. You can see it from our window yeah, <laughs> and we're on main street. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, uh, awesome. we, we appreciate you being here, man. And, and, Thank you. and taking us up on the invitation and, and, um, we look forward to, uh, you know, having more, more uppers on and yeah. And yes. And having you back, so. Kurt, oh, to absolutely. be honest, man. Cause absolutely. I, I think people are going to, I think we're going to get a lot of good feedback just because, you know, um, you hear the passion in people when yes. they talk, you yes. know what I'm saying? And so it's nice when we get to meet you at the party and, and in different yeah. places, because that's all we want. You know, you don't have to know everything and whatever. If you're passionate about it and you love it. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's what we want to hear, you know? Uh, so and clearly Kurt is, and it's just a lot of fun to hear him talk about this yeah. stuff. So the fate that's involved, it's pretty amazing. I think Fairmere and Tolkien were on something there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have some strawberries with cream, shall we? All right. Indeed. I meant, Meant to go get that ice cream. Yeah, ready, we were supposed to have. I know. Strawberries. We'll cream. have it afterwards. There's ice cream. Go to Sniff Air. I got some ice cream. And Are some you strawberries. kidding me? Yeah. Why does Kurt well, Sarah know bought all this stuff that I don't just kidding. And yeah, it was Goldberry who got it. Oh, I mean, teasing. I want to thank Goldberry for tonight. Of course, oh, Lord, Could, yes. wouldn't be possible without her. Uh, she's amazing. She takes care of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So strawberries with cream. Uh, if you could be the sibling of any character in Middle Earth, who and why? <clears throat> Glorfindel. Oh, <laughs> I did uh, not see that coming. Glorfindel. But that fits. Yeah, that was a no-brainer. Okay, so what would your name be? Dorfindel? <laughs> or Aorfindel? Dwarfindel? Dwarfindel. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea what my name would be. Kirkfindel. Kirkfindel? Kirkfindel? I don't know. Would you You'd be Glorfindel's brother? Absolutely, okay. I would be. Okay. Why? Why not? I He's, I, like I mean. Him. Would like, you be close? Would you be like 3,000 years apart? I mean, what? what is the, would could you be. Could you imagine if he was brought back? You could also be his twin if he you wanted. He died and I. Oh, gosh. And I lived and then he was mm. brought Yeah, would back. you technically be older than him then? <laughs> I don't, that's, a good, that's a good question. I, I'm his uh, younger bo- brother, but I'm, I'm older at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's cool. You know, yeah, I've always he's thought awesome. he's cool. So I thought, he's you know, favorite. Uh, just be kind of neat. And I just thought of it on the spot. So I like it. it. Those are the best ones. I wanted to get out there that's quick. Good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So. And that's your tagline catchphrase. That's my catchphrase. Uh, it's on a shirt. Legolas. Legolas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, me and Legolas. Would your name be Legolas? <laughs> like, I, no legs. Oh, man. It's hard to come up with an elf name. Yeah, I'd need some time on that. Kegelis? Kegelis. Kegelis. 
Now we're on to something. Kurgulus. Wait. Kurgulus. The way I originally envisioned being Legolas' brothers, we would tag team up and we would just be badass in Get battle. There, but if my right. name is Kegulus, then drunk. I'm clearly the overweight, drunken brother right. who's a deadbeat living at home. <laughs> like that's You're like sitting at the bottom of Thranduil's yeah. throne. You're like, what? Daddy, when the new barrel's getting in. But what if Thirsty. you're called upon? What if Gagalus is called upon? Dude, he gets out and he's <laughs> he's throwing his belly at orcs and they're going boing, bouncing I right mean, off. Could you? I can picture that. Oh gosh, I love Somebody it. Somebody write that. He's Gagalus stubble, even though elves don't. Oh my do gosh! Beers. Oh my <laughs> right. gosh, yeah. dude, that's awesome. I love it. That's so good. Yes, Legolas is brother Gagalus, and you're playing the guitar. You're just Relaxing, you're like having the elf maidens come over. Hey, let's have a party, guys. You get your matchmaking. You're like, you guys go talk about the stars, Deadbeat man. Party, brother. What about I you? love it. Uh, well, after last week and my slip up, I'd have to be Frodo Baggins' uh, younger brother, Brodo. Oh, Brodo, yeah. <laughs> and I, I live That's on good. the wrong side of the yeah. tracks in the Shire. Right, right, wrong right. side and, of the river. And um, I think I think I take a, I take a spin on it. The wrong side of the river. That's that's good. A little too close to the water, yeah. maybe. There you go. Um, and I, uh, that would be the expression in the Shire. Too yeah, close to the water. Yeah. It's not yeah. natural. No, it's not natural. No, no, not in a bit. <laughs> um, and I would probably pursue, um, I'd be like Marty McFly Ooh. in a way. I would introduce uh, Hobbit rap to the Shire. Um, and I'd change my last name to Swaggins. And I know I'm stealing that. Brodo Swaggins. Brodo Swaggins. And I would release oh an album. Uh, I'd probably do some concerts on the party lawn under the tree. Yeah. And I'd get done with the concert, and there'd be a DeLorean in the distance and a white-haired wizard of sorts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's very he's wizardish. From maybe 1955. And I'd get done with my rap, and all the hobbits would just be their jaws would be on the ground. They wouldn't be dancing anymore. And I'd say, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your great, 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 great grandkids are going to love it. <laughs> and then I'd drop the mic and I'd disappear. I'd come back here. Be great. Brodo Swaggins. Brodo Swaggins. Brodo Swaggins. So great. So we've got Dwarfendel, Brodo Swaggins, Yeah, I'm good with that. That's a mighty team. That is something. Probably where that should be. That's a fellowship. The Three Hunters. The new Three Hunters. Can this be a new blog post that you make? Like, just create this story for us, Lane, and uh, they're yeah. gonna meet up with Jack Havoc. Fan fiction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. The misadventures. Wow. Uh, if anybody has an interest in writing a new fan fiction, there it is. The, the Bella new characters. The Bellowship of the Ring. Maybe I don't know. Well, we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, wow, that was fun. Wow, that might have been the best, one of the best strawberries yeah, cream good. ever. Mm-hmm. W- with cream ever. I'd like to be Sam's mm-hmm. sister, Mary. Is that what I said? I, um, yeah. How about time for share the load, as how yeah. can how can yeah. people yeah. bear the burden? The well, hey, you know, um, first thing you can do is read the chapter. Hmm. Read the chapter. Uh, take some notes. Let us know what you thought, you know, of the chapter. Uh, I have been more recently, Kurt, posting the, what do you call that? Just the the link for the episode on the main page and people have been providing some, you know, feedback, some recap and stuff in there. Just comments on the chapter uh, that we need to get back to kind of reading in the, when we do the recap session, you know, just to kind of get some of that feedback. So that's another way to kind of help us with the recap is to get your comments, your thoughts, good talking points, yeah. you know, on the previous chapter. So if you had those thoughts on this chapter... Uh, we'd like to bring them up because we're going to be talking, you know, about Faramir again next chapter. 
and uh, we'd love to kind of you know see what people thought here and, and discuss before we dive into that. So um, on Patreon, we've got I actually just sent an update to Jen Shepard. Um, I'm going to have her, the newsletter is out, uh, so it just went out, I think, today when we're recording, I think, or maybe yesterday, it was this Friday. It was out this morning. Uh, was that this morning? Okay. And uh, so she's got some real cool updates in there, awesome work by her, so, uh, you know, if you guys have things you want to send her, I, th- I know she's coordinating with different folks to get uh, stories and what have you. I think, Kurt, you are going, is that a spoiler, or should I... I don't. I, I think it's okay. Yeah, I'll be putting okay. together a, a small a little something column Sweet. to go in March edition. So okay, cool. I don't know if that was spoiler. Or not. I'll, I'll I check don't with... have a topic yet, but oh. I have one in mind. Well, there we go. Okay, it's not perfect. official, yeah. so that makes it unofficial. All right, perfect. What's so. Gollum's favorite part of a fish? I, official. <laughs> what? <laughs> official. I. I... <laughs> hmm. Share the load. Uh... <laughs> Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Up Talking Tolkien. Uh, we've got new Patreon episodes coming. We've got uh, some cool stuff with the website, possibly some news uh, coming very soon. And social next... media takeovers. Yeah, things that we wanted giveaways. To do. Yeah, cool stuff that we're trying to, you know, organize. <laughs> organize. Yeah, so much, and we're trying to get a lot of this done before baby number two comes. So yeah. uh, we're getting various. You know, we're getting caught up on on a, on a few things there, but yeah, um, feel free to head over to Patreon, support us there. Um, also, want to give a quick shout out just to all the new listeners we have. You know, mm-hmm. I should have did that at the top of the show because we have seen an increase in oh, listeners yeah. Yeah. and people coming to the group and things like that. And it could be because of the formation of the Prime, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings page and stuff mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. driven some excitement back into, into Lord of the Rings. So if this is your first listen uh, and you're like, wow, that was the longest episode I've ever heard in my life. You it know, only gets longer. It only just, you know, <laughs> just enjoy it. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, but no, we, we do want to say thanks for being here and, yeah. uh, you know, welcome. So, yes. Yes. Uh, all right. If you want to send us anything, you can send it to the Shire at PO Box 96, Amanda, Ohio, uh, 43102. Well, it's time for some weekly well wishes formerly Fortnite for Wells. We want to thank you for going window shopping with us. Next time we'll be in our trunks and keeping to the shallow end uh, as we plunge into Chapter 6, The Forbidden Pool. Mm, yeah. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. The power of three whistles. We'll see you in a Hobbit Fortnite, and remember, Brodo... MG, you old fool. Save me. Frodo lives. Open your mouth, so. you stick your foot in it, Samwise. So oh, Lord bless me. Lord bless me. <laughs> Lord that bless guys, me. that was amazing. That was everything about that was perfect. It was great. Probably the only thing I didn't get to read that I was Sam stuck his knuckle in his eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of how I feel right now. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.